Hello, everyone, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I am, of course, your host, Tony Jameson, and joining me, as always, is the one and only uh, Rich Tony. Owens. Rich, how the devil are you, pal? What are you doing, mate? What? The, what are you the, doing? The, pod, the podcast, the, the Football the, Manager podcast. No, 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 this is no, this is my podcast now, Tony. But Everything's the, you say. You said do the podcast. No, you. You left. Do you not? You, Did I? This, yeah, this is. Oh, this is awkward. Um, so you're in charge now. I'm in charge now. This is. Yeah, this is. This is. The, you left me in charge. You left. You left me in charge. You said, Rich, that you've got the podcast now, and then you left me in charge. And then I've been in charge. It's been a year. It's been, oh, it's it's been a really year already. It's been a whole year, mate. Um, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll do the intro. We'll, we'll run the music, and then we'll, we'll, we'll work this out when we come back. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I am your host, Rich Owens, and joining me this week, we have two-thirds of the FM team. We have the United City FM, Kev. We have Jebaru in Corduroy Hat Corner with me. And joining, we've got a special guest. You've already seen him at the beginning of the podcast. Um, special guest, returning host, friend of the people, friend of mine, friend of yours, good hair haver. Mm -hmm. Tony Jameson. Tony, how are we, mate? Welcome back. Very well, very well. Thank you, boys. How are we? It's nice to be back. Look at this. Re reunited in a in a way. It is nice, isn't it? It really mm. is. It's lovely. It's lovely. We we've been trying to, you know, logistically work this out for a little while. And I'm really, really happy that it's happened. I'm really, really happy that it's happened. Um, Kev, you're 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 sat, you know, we, we've done this before. This dynamic has previously existed on podcast, hasn't it? So it this must be a, ni a nice little nostalgic trip down memory lane for you. It's amazing. I mean, they said, come and do the football manager therapy podcast. They said, come and co-host it. I thought, lovely. I get a chance to work with Tony. And then Tony ran away. And that's about as much as I've seen of him since. But, you know, what can you say? <laughs> it's good to see you, mate. It's good to have you in. Uh, uh, it's great to be here. This is uh, a lovely part of my week and a Sunday morning record. It's good to see you boys as well. Oh, bless you, mate. That was in, in hindsight. Here's an exciting look behind the curtain. That that was how I got everybody. Um, just message. I messaged Kev. I messaged Alice and I messaged Jeb. I was like, look, we're looking for new, you know, co-hosts on pod. Are you interested? They're like, oh, I'd love to work with Tony. And I was like, uh, yes. So would I. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's how I got them all in. Um, Jeb, how are you doing, mate? Are you yeah, well? Yeah, so, someone's at the door earlier. I don't know if you realise. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's Ding Callum. Yeah, you've not let Callum in. Like, anyway. Uh, yeah, so the last... I haven't done a podcast with Tony before. The last time we were on any type of panel, we had to delete the VOD, but let's not go any further on. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we don't have to delete the evidence of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, just, just again, behind the curtain, uh, I've not started drinking hooch at 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. So. <laughs> um, Follow-up question, why? I mean, that's surely, surely it's, it's, it's part of everyone's procedure. That's technically yeah. part of your five a day, isn't it? It's fruity based goodness. So Absolutely. Oh, why 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 the hooch? Why was the vodka? I'm not going into why the vodka was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just blame hooch. Uh, other alco pops are available, and drinking enough of them will need, you know, cause the necessity for you to delete content. You know, people think there's coffee in this high school musical two mug, but no, it's <laughs> never is. It's just Never. Vinegar. 
just straight up vinegar. I'm a very, very sweet, angry sweet man. Breakfast booze, the best booze there mm, is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you know, other other times of day are available, but why not start early? It's Sunday. I've got nowhere to be today. I'm very, very excited. Um, so thank you so much for 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 coming back and uh, having a bit of a catch up with us because we, you know, we, we we've missed you. You know, the the audience. You know, they they've gotten used to us now. And then you coming back, you've made the podcast more handsome straight away. Um, not that it Obviously. wasn't before, but just, you know, we, we thought we thought we'd reached our quota, but no, we just pushed it I mean, slightly over the edge. I don't know. I mean, you know, Callum, Callum's, a, Callum's a dashing man. So I, is, I mean, that is hand- true. That is fair. He is. Yeah. He is a handsome boy. He Jeff is a handsome so, boy. Don't you, Jeff? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> This is it. Yeah, we uh, we Callum is is not with us this week, um, waiting on the arrival of of Y Baby. So uh, we miss you terribly, mate, and I'm sure we will see you very very soon. And I hope you're having a lovely, as relaxing time as you can possibly have before the arrival of Y Baby. Because you're not going to get any relaxing times after that. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the parenting section of the podcast. Right then, we're, you're you're going to be tired, tired forever. Yeah, you you you've chosen now. this life. Yeah, you've chosen this life. Because if we all know there's nothing more relaxing than the days before the due date of a, the, the, the arrival date, due arrival date of a baby. Super relaxing, super chill. You're not on edge every time your wife hiccups at all. <laughs> so uh, he'll be he'll be super calm. Um, but yeah, we miss you, mate, and we'll see you very, very soon, I am sure. Um, I suppose if we look at the grand scheme of things, Tony, last time we were recording podcasts together, we were wildly speculating about what FM23 was going to be like. Um, we've now lived through FM23. Um, you know, some of us have had a wonderful time. Some of us have survived Football Manager 23. Uh, Barely. And been, to- <laughs> and been told off by Luke Chadwick for it. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Luke. Sorry, Luke. Sorry. Uh, we, we talk about, you know, people's content on this podcast quite a lot. We talk about what the wider mm-hmm. community are up to. Um, we've been super lucky this year on, on FMT because we've talked about this previously. I think pound for pound, Kev's homeward bound journey and Callum's incredible kind of experience with Slough have been some of my favorite content of the year. Also very, very high up there for me has been the Tony Jameson British Steel Challenge. I mean, it, it's... In terms of what you have accomplished this year with your content, with your save, just with your football manager experience, looking back at it now, after the last year, are you happy with where you finished up? Oh, mate, like, first of all, like, thank you for, for saying that you've enjoyed it. But you're right. Kev's Homeward Bound save, the, the idea of it was not something I'd considered before. And then when I obviously started at the start of FM23, I was like, that's a really smart idea. And like the story that was playing out, of course, was going to have twists and turns and poor Kev, you know, was, 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 was basically playing it perfectly in terms of, of telling that story. Callum, you know, we've all done one club saves. We've all tried one club saves. Callum again, managed to get the backing of the, of the club and the fans. And he ran with that one. Jeb having, you know, Pescara, 85 seasons, you know, in Serie A, by buying every single player that's that's 42 years old, you know, and then Rich, you know, doing the Scandinavian challenge with West Ham, which I, I didn't see coming, to be honest. I'm quite, I was like, oh, it's the West Ham way, apparently, all of a sudden. Um, but, but yeah, like, there's been so many people making so many great things this year, and I think the, the British Steel Challenge that I was doing, it was one of those ones where... I wanted to do something a little bit different. I know a few people have tried it before and I was like, you know what? FM 22, I didn't have the best time in FM 22. I think I was, I was obviously, I was sacked in the beta and like, I didn't have a particularly great run with my save. I started it as a builder nation in Indonesia. And then I sort of like 
lost a bit of faith in what I was doing and just sort of went, oh, we'll just do Journeyman because that's kind of what I do and like relegation battles and stuff. And it was, and it was fine. You know, there was no sort of point to it really. So I thought I needed something that was quite tangible that could give us a focus for an entire year. And the British Steel Challenge was something that came up in conversation. I was like, right, let's have a little look at that then. So for those people who don't know what the British Steel Challenge is, uh, there's two ways of playing it. So you can do the British uh, Steel Challenge, which, which is England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Uh, or there's the British and Irish Challenge as well, which of course you can add the Republic of Ireland in uh, as well. Now, just doing the challenge that we did was um, was 35 trophies. So you've got to win every single league and cup in those four nations. Now, that's quite tricky for a start okay that's 35 trophies promotions do count as a trophy by the way as well so you can sort of scale it back a little bit to make it a bit more accessible um so you do physically have to win vanarama north and south and then the national league and then league one two go up and down you have to win cumry premier and cumry north and cumry south and you've got to go all up and down so your reputation as a manager is going up, of course, but there might be times when you could potentially end up winning the Premier League and then have to go back to try and win the second division in Scotland. That's how it's got to be. Some of the Cups, however, particularly in Northern Ireland, are regional. So you can't just pick the best team in Northern Ireland and win all the Cups because you're not actually in some of them. So that's a bit of a tricky one. Uh, you've also got to win the Charity Shield. So imagine you get to the point where you win the Premier League or you win the FA Cup. But first, the following season rolls around. You've only got one trophy to tick off and it's the Charity Shield. You lose that. You've got another season to play to get to re have another go at that trophy. So it's quite frustrating. And you got to kind of like learn when to jump and move teams as well. And that is the bit that I struggle with the most, was learning when to jump from a team because... We joked about FM22 was the Tony Jameson Sackathon, right? <laughs> FM23, I didn't get sacked at all in my main save, which was a shock to me, to my chat, to everybody <laughs> in the community, right? The beat, they're obviously three streams in, sacked, right? But <laughs> the beat is for seconds. But yeah, no sacking at all during this, this FM23 cycle, which was really, really bizarre. And and that was the moment when the journey was sort of like weaving through the, these, we were creating these stories and like, there was moments when it's just like, right, I've got to leave to try and win a cup, but I've kind of got attached to the team, and that was the problem. Yeah. That that's the hardest thing, isn't it? That attachment mm. to those teams. You know, it, it's I had the same thing, uh, managing Scandinavia. Every time I had to leave a club, um, I didn't want to. I was desperate to stay. You know, you, you sat there the whole time. The you know, the, the, the tensions there, like, right, gotta win the league, gotta win the league, gotta win the league. And you finally win the league, you're like Oh, but what if I just stay for one more season and try and win a Europa Conference League with AIK in Sweden? It's well, it, well, well. Here's here's the uh, the added bonus as well. Like we won, so we won seventeen out of the thirty-five trophies. Which, to be honest, I would have ripped everybody's hands off on day one if they'd said you're going to win seventeen titles. Like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll have that. Thank you very much. We don't even have to play the save. Let's do it. 17 out of 35. I also won three European Cups that I didn't need to win and therefore didn't count towards the trophy hall. So I was like, why am I dominant in Europe yet can't win domestically? <laughs> 
yeah, it's really, really hard, isn't it? It's, it's a really hard thing to balance. I mean, Jeb, have you got, you know, like 17, you know, 20, was it 25 seasons you, you managed in the end, 25, Tony? 25, yeah. 25 yeah. years. Yeah, we don't talk about how the save ended, but yeah, 25 seasons. Okay. Well, we will talk about it, but it's, uh, yeah, 25 seasons. <laughs> have, have you gone that deep for that long? Have you have you developed those attachments to clubs in the past, Jeb? Is, is that something you've, you've dabbled in? No. I've done 11 seasons with Pascara and kind of fallen out. I love them a little bit now. Uh, the, I think, did, did you do a classic Tony Jameson's jump before you were pushed, though? Oh, loads, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, like, and we 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 were quite fortunate in that there was some moments when we did the uh, the newly branded Tony Jameson failing upwards, which is a, a newly <laughs> trademarked uh, move. So, for example, we had so in Northern Ireland, we we were in Port, we were at Porter Down, who'd been relegated from the Premiership into the Championship. We'd been battered five nil by Dungannon in the in the semi finals of a cup. Dungannon were bottom of the Premier Division. They hadn't won a game all season. And we weren't going to get promoted with Porter Down. And that was the last cup we could have won that season. Dungannon sacked their manager. And we were like, should we put our name in the hat and see if we can just turn up at the final and win the final? And the, the Dungannon board must have seen something in that 5-0 defeat that went, that's the guy for us, right? <laughs> we got the job. We won a couple of league games. But more importantly, we won the cup. And then we looked and went, well, we're going to get relegated, so let's just resign. So we had 12 games at Dungannon, won a cup, and then went, right, that's enough. And then a couple of weeks later, we got a phone call from Linfield, who had finished second, and went, do you want to come and manage the team that should be winning the title all the time? We're like, yeah, why not? Let's do that. So <laughs> that was quite handy. So there was a few moments where we were playing the system, which was quite good. But And then there was some moments, Sunderland, again, for example, 13 games we managed at Sunderland, no wins in 13 games. That was very much a... <laughs> Let's leave. Somehow, then upgraded to Tottenham, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> made no sense. Um, and then the save sort of fizzled out. Um, it fizzled out. We, we we left Spurs, went to Banbridge, then went to Berwick. We tried to to win something in Berwick, and we just weren't getting anywhere. So we then saw the Portsmouth job had come up, and they were still in the Papa John's Trophy, and we had to win the Papa John's Trophy. Um, it was the only thing that was left up in that region of of, of, of trophies. Like, let's jump in there. Let's go there. And um, went to the Papa John's Trophy three games into our Portsmouth career. We won all three games and then we lost in the quarterfinals of the Papa John's. So we just thought, right, time to re retire. And that was the end of the save, literally losing to Notts <laughs> County. Uh, end of season 25 went, oh, we're done. Done, lads. We tried. We tried. Heroic effort, though, absolutely heroic effort. I mean, there's, there's so if there's if there's one person that I can think can uh, you know agree with the falling upward aspect of uh, of, of acquiring jobs in a longer term mean. FM save. I don't, know what you mean. I don't know where this is going, but I, I can't tell at all. I don't know what you mean. Ah, Callum's not here, so we can't talk about it. It must be. I mean, Kev, you've you've had some you've had some incredible kind of you know bounce with some of the jobs, especially with that homeward bound save. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does it kind of does it increase the pressure once you get one of those bigger jobs? Because if you look at the the times it's happened to you, it happened when you were in the Ukraine, I think in Italy as well. Mm -hmm. You know, you're managing clubs that are there or thereabouts and might be in with a chance. 
given the right runs of results or the right yeah. signings. And suddenly, you know, like if you Italy, the prime example, like you, you, you just jump forwards into a much higher profile job. Does that increase the pressure on you? Or does it kind of not really matter as much because the end goal is the same? I think that's the case. To be honest, it doesn't really matter. You you have to work within the league you're given and the, and the circumstance you're in. I think the, the the pressure I felt was just that I wasn't very good at FM23. Basically, <laughs> uh, you know, this is, well, we talked about this a couple of streams ago on my stream this week that I've really really struggled with it. I know people have loved it. I have in a lot of ways. I've absolutely had a great time on the streams, but actually the game itself, I haven't connected with in the same way that I do. I want to ask Tony so many things about his stream. I love dropping in on Tony's stream on a, a weekday uh, evening whenever I can. Um, so uh, how, ha having looked back on 23 now, how insane were you to take on the challenge in the first place? Do you actually think it was uh, going to be ever possible for you to revisit it and actually complete that challenge in a year? Okay, so two questions. First of all, ridiculous is the answer <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, you know, oh, Tony, can you do, do you want to do something simple? No, no, not at all. Um, I think, I think it's doable. Mm -hmm. I think it's doable. I don't know if it's doable on stream, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay, so I was putting a few roadblocks in this as well for myself, because, of course, you know, let's make a difficult challenge harder, obviously. Um, I'm very open about my, my ethics within football. So there's certain teams that I won't manage, which of course makes it really difficult because they're the ones that tend to win lots, right? <laughs> so if you're getting into the Premier League and you are refusing to manage certain teams, then winning the Premier League is going to be really, really tough, if at all, okay? So that's in there. Um, there's, also, there's also, because you're doing it on stream, you, you sort of... You sort of spend more time. This is gonna sound really silly, but you spend more time analyzing stuff that you probably wouldn't if you're just playing it offline, right? Because mm -hmm. you just spend time doing bits and pieces offline and you'd be able to sort of play the games and play the saves and stuff. Whereas I'm still trying to be entertaining and sort of like still trying to keep people engaged. So there was times, particularly in the season, for example, when we're at Celtic, right, which was just domination, okay, absolute domination. We won a quadruple in one season at Celtic, right? We were barely even looking at the game. Like we were just going through. Like we we beat Barcelona five one in the Champions League, and we didn't even touch a button. We just left it. We left it running. I'm busy chatting away, and I looked up and I'm like, oh, we're four 0 up. Like this is like, like we literally we were that just engrossed in what's the next plan? Like where do we go after this? So I think to do it offline. Like shout out by the way to some of to some of my community who who saw that this was a ridiculous challenge and then thought, you know what, That's I've not done that before. And they started playing the British Steel Challenge alongside me, offline. Mm -hmm. uh, we got someone in our community called Leclosian, clocked it, did it, got, got done. Uh, Cass got done, mm -hmm. clocked it, then went on and did a Pentagon to show off, right? <laughs> um, Ruggio uh, tried it, got to where I got, got stuck. Um, so, so many people were sort of getting involved and like some people started and just gave up early doors. And that was what was really inspiring was seeing other people take this challenge on and looking at how they played it. Because we always say that FM is the ultimate choose your own adventure. And mm -hmm. this is absolutely that. Like you can, so you start unemployed and that sort of can dictate where you go from the start. Because we got offered the Swansea Met Uni job, which would have been the Cymru, I guess wrong, Cymru North, I think it was, right? Um, second division of, of Welsh football absolute amateur side i wasn't even going to get paid as the manager 
Like that was the first option of the job. Do you want to take the job and teach BTEC in the evening? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm fine, thanks. I'm all right. Mrs. J would not want me to go to Swansea Met Uni for no money, right? Okay. So Bambridge were the other option who were in the third division of Northern Irish football. Now, I'd never managed there before. So for me, I was like, that's really exciting. Let's go. Kev, I know you said you had a bit of frustration with, with how FM23 plays. Mm-hmm. But I think given the nature of the save that I was doing and the level of football I was playing at, Callum might say the same thing. Mm. I embraced chaos ball. I loved it. I thought that the early part of that of, of FM23, before they patched it, that was playing really well for me because all mm. I was just set for disappointment and failure. And anything I got, <laughs> I literally felt like I was I was I was working for a win. And and that allowed me to sort of, in a weird way, have more enjoyment. And then when we start started to work out ways that we could win relatively easy, it was like, oh, this is it's just just we just push the button now like okay fine like how can i change this up again mm-hmm. mm. just no, abs- just mm. just jumping in very quickly mm. just to, to clarify uh, swansea's on the south coast of wales i knew i knew <laughs> as i was saying it i was like i'm gonna get this wrong right and i and i thought i'm not even gonna try, i'm not even gonna try and google it as we're doing it i'm like it's in wales yeah. and, and shout wow. out of course to all to everyone who's from swansea who's sitting there screaming at the internet yeah. now going <laughs> GYR is furious with you uh, yeah, exactly. at this moment. Yeah. Although, of course, if, if you look at the map from that recent Wrexham documentary that's popped up, Swansea oh, yeah. is actually on the uh, on the south coast of England. So that's yeah. Which I mean, there was there was a lot of ambiguity about some of the teams. To be honest, in the uh, in in people going, oh well, you know, if you win the league with with Wrexham, does that count as winning it with an English side or a Welsh side? I'm like, I'm not getting into this. You know, we end up at Berwick, and I was very much keeping myself to myself <laughs> okay. at that point. I was like, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just heads down, everyone. Yeah. We know where we are. Okay. So yeah. so we're we know we are all here for the hard hitting journalism that we provide here mm-hmm. on the FMT podcast. So my yeah. my follow up question is, which was your favourite dessert of FM23? Tony. <laughs> if you don't know yeah. Tony's dreams, it won't make any uh, sense and, to you at all. And but... my follow-up question, how many trifles have you consumed oh, this year? How did we even get into this? So this, <laughs> so this turned up, right? So this became this became a thing on stream. And I think it was, it must have been prior to Christmas. So we must, we're probably talking almost a year, right? And I was saying that Mrs. J and her family back in the day used to have trifle for christmas dinner um as dessert obviously not just <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah sure okay yeah, it's, you know. it's not there next to like the, the peas or anything on the plate you know it's, no it's, it's like yeah. oh, they don't bother with turkey they just have a trifle <laughs> i mean that doesn't sound too bad to me to be honest but okay <laughs> it's the gravy though it's the gravy that's the issue yeah. yeah but they had a trifle instead of a christmas pudding and i was like you can't absolute monsters you can't not have a christmas pudding on christmas day it's in the title like you know um and I'm so, with them, I'm with them, I must say. <laughs> but then but then I went there and then they, they refused to to have a trifle ever again at Christmas Day because apparently because I made too much of a fuss, right? Which to be <laughs> fair, imagine that. I did. And and I'm glad they've seen the light. Okay. It's on brand, let's be yeah, honest. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, they still haven't got a Christmas pudding, it's now some sort of chocolate-based dessert, which again I'll take umbrage with because I, I prefer something more refreshing at the end than a, than a, than chocolate, but you could then argue a Christmas pudding will probably be more dense. I'm going off track, right? <laughs> yeah, so no, if, no, if there's never, one word I'd use never. to describe a Christmas pudding, it's refreshing. Practically sorbet. Can I have one of those uh, Christmas pudding cocktails, please? That's just, yeah. just like just freshen me up a smidge. Um, yeah. But so I thought, right. So, and we talked about this and, and of course, you know, our, our chat was split 
as to whether this was a good thing or a bad thing. And I was like, well, look, I'm, I'm not contesting that trifle is not a reasonable dessert. I'm just saying it's not a Christmas Day dessert. Okay? And Mrs. J then bought me a trifle. But right, you're going to have to eat this and prove that that it's fine. I'm like, fine. like, I didn't understand the what was happening. Like, eat it and prove that trifle's okay. Like, it wasn't, I, it wasn't, I hadn't done a hate crime or anything. Like, I was just, I was like, I'm just eating a trifle at this point. And I'm like, all right, I had a trifle. I think we're doing like a transfer stream as well. So I've got my notepads out and like, we're sitting and just, it was, it was basically a just chatting stream really with football manager in the background and we eating trifles and that and then end up with a trifle the next day and and, and i don't understand how many jeb I, I can't even begin <laughs> to try and quantify how many trifles i've eaten this this year there's a trifle emote now on stream um and my fitness pal does not recognize trifles i've not put not i've not logged <laughs> trifles in there um but we went through all, all sorts. We had like an apple pie one night we had a, a proper apple pie as well <laughs> this is a family size cheesecake um trifles oh, yeah, well, by yeah. the way they're not um, individual ones <laughs> no no get get in proper get the whole thing done um so yeah red apple pie rhubarb pie um jamaican ginger sponge has been recommended but very claggy so not great for for an audio um format <laughs> i don't think but uh but yeah yeah a large quantity of trifles has been consumed <laughs> it's amazing everybody everybody needs a hook Everybody needs, needs a thing. Something. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, it's the trifle guy. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's the pudding guy. And he does a bit of FM on the side. Yeah, this uh, FM24's content is uh, brought to you by early onset diabetes, as it turns <laughs> out, because it was just, it got a little bit out of hand. Uh, the, one thing I, the one thing I've picked up from that is that, you know, any size trifle is a personal trifle. If you just try hard enough. Yeah, you know. exactly. Like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, of what is, is advertised as a family size cheesecake. What size family mm -hmm. are eating those cheesecakes? I've got no idea. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, this this dessert serves six. It's like, no, it doesn't. It absolutely does not. It's like what I what I've taken. Why does like, it only six... come with one spoon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, I reckon I could do it in six mouthfuls, actually, Sarah Lee. So that'll show you. <laughs> There we go. We were talking other brands the are available. Yeah, others <laughs> are available. We were talking before we started recording the pod that we you know we're just going to alienate uh, a, a certain de age demographic, and you know, <laughs> there, there I am, just doubling down on it. Sarah Lee chocolate gatto goes Terrible. really well with Gino oh, Gino Ginelli ice cream as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tootie <laughs> fruity, what a cutie! Once oh. you've rented a video from Blockbuster Video, uh, wow. mm. <laughs> too soon, too soon, too soon, too soon. Are they all closed? Are they all gone now? Blockbuster videos, or are they all gone? Yeah. Oh wow! A moment of silence for a block. Not, not a great concept for a predominantly audio podcast. A moment of silence, but let's let's just do one internally <laughs> yeah. while there's still noise here. Let's face it, are. we do lots of things that aren't appropriate for an audio. podcast One hundred percent, we do. One hundred percent, we do. Um, look, it's your as I say, Tony. Your FN twenty three journey has been wonderful. It's been great fun to keep. It's been great fun to watch. Um. Here's an exciting look behind the curtain. I think the the idea of the British Steel Challenge, I think originally you kind of pitched it kind of midway through 22 when mm. other bits and pieces started to go a bit quiet. And, and it, was, it was during during, during Tony and I's tenure on pod together. And he messaged me one night. I'm thinking about doing British Steel. And he outlined it to me. And I was like, in order to complete it, you would have to win a trophy every two and a half streams from now until the end of the year. And I was yeah. like, okay, 23 content maybe. Got parked until then. But as you say, we've all had a bit of a different experience with FN23, some very positive, some slightly more difficult. Soz, Kev, love you. Um, if there's one thing that's like, from an outsider's point of view, in terms of how you play the game and, and why you might be slightly improving at the game, 
FM22, you spent the vast majority of your time hanging out with me and also Matt. <laughs> FM23, Tony, you've spent quite a lot of time in the company of RDF Tactics. And <laughs> yeah. then suddenly you seem to have gotten a lot better at football manager. Do you reckon there's some kind of correlation between those two things or is it just a weird coincidence? I mean, it's probably a weird coincidence because because if, if I've done it, I'm learning through osmosis, right? <laughs> we don't we don't have as many tactical conversations as, as you could imagine because let's face it, RDF doesn't want to listen to me go, what's the difference between <laughs> <laughs> a complete wing back and a wing back and why... Why do you even have them? Like, he doesn't need that. He doesn't need me to be going, yeah, but but what's the half space? Like, I keep hearing about this. Like, And Matt Matt was the same. Matt just used to just shut down whenever I would start doing tactics. He's like, oh, he's such a dinosaur. Tony's such a dinosaur. Like, he doesn't know about, like, man-oriented press. And I'm like, no, I know about kicking the ball dead long to the big, tall fella, right? Um, now and you're RDF talking. Is, is very much the same. Just, uh, But somehow, I've sort of understood it a bit more i think things like playing pvp a bit during like the fm22 cycle and stuff i looked at not necessarily like i, I was looking at people sort of working out how to play play the play football manager as a game and then I, because they were playing football manager as a game i was then trying to look at football manager as football and it's two very very different things and i think we, we often fall into into those those traps sometimes um those people that win a lot understand how to play as a game. Those people who lose a lot, maybe are trying to go, well, this is what would happen in the real world. And that's, I probably fall a little bit more into that side of things. So by doing that, I started looking at, well, actually in a real match, a player will possibly sit there or a player will possibly sit there. And maybe they, they, they do, do this. So I started to understand a little bit more going around what was going into the game in terms of, of, of a physical game. And then little bits like we sort of having chats with people like, like Nick Madden on the, uh, on the match engine team and stuff at, at SI. And he's like, look, you need to engage with it more. FM 23 was all about engagement. It was about risk and reward. And I kind of like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like literally being aware of when the, 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 the transitions happened, when the sort of the change of momentum was happening and people who were complaining about the game being like, Oh my God, you know, I can't win. Weren't looking back at those metrics. They weren't looking at when the swing happened in match momentum. They were just focusing on, oh, my player's done something stupid. And let's say, yeah, it has. But for the last ten minutes, you've been under pressure. So of course your player's going to do something stupid. Like your players aren't very good. Like especially at my level, my level, my players had had second jobs, so they weren't footballers. Like <laughs> you know, they've been up all night delivering delivering milk, and I'm expecting them to play in a, in a cup match. And they're like, I've made a mistake, Gaffer. Of course you have. Like you know, of course you have. You're tired. Right. And and that's what I started to look at. And then I've started like sort of tweaking ideas and coming to each club with an idea of how I wanted to play. And I guess maybe in FM twenty two I wasn't really coming with how an idea I wanted that club to play. I just went, Oh, I'll make a tactic, that'll be fine. Whereas I sort of go, right, I want my club to play this style of football. Okay, how do I make that happen? And I've maybe engaged a little bit more um in that sense. So I might play the fool, but I somehow I've managed to have a little bit of an idea of going, I think I almost understand bits of this now. And I'm waiting for FM24 to prove me wrong. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You've got you to, you know, you got to play the hand that you've been dealt, you know, managing the third tier of Welsh football. Right. How do I get the most out of a defensive fullback who under player traits, they've got part-time carpenter. So I'm like, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. I need somebody who's doing a B-tech in plumbing and then the system's really, really going to start to start, start working. Mm. 
I guess the main reason we, we, we've just mentioned RDF there. I mean, the main reason you spent a lot of time with RDF over the last year is because you are RDF is now your new podcast friend on the football matter, what the FM show these days. Mm. I mean, it's been it's been a year. I mean, looking at what you've done, yeah, we've talked about what you've done in terms of your football manager content. Mm. Obviously, that kind of you know that goes beyond football manager for you because you are hosting an incredibly good podcast about it as well. Um, others are available. You're listening to one right now. Um, this, one. this one, right? This one, right now. What we, we what we are all on. Uh, that is one of them. Um, the FM show, mate. I mean, first of all, congratulations. What Thank a show you. it is. I mean, how's how's the last year of of podcasting been for you? So, so yeah, it's it's been a bit of a whirlwind, and I, I can't remember if we actually mentioned it on the on the final uh fmt episode or not so the plan was so the plan was mm. again for maybe new listeners we'll, we'll go back back in time um the plan was uh was we were trying to get a big guest on for fmt 100 and i was like oh i might ring Ian macintosh and see if he fancies it that'll be great we'll get, get macintosh on that'd be brilliant rang him up and um started having a chat and he's like oh i'm, I'm meant to call you actually i've got i've got an idea and i was like oh okay what, what's this and and Ian was was stepping down from the football manager show at the Athletic, and he said, "Look, you know, I want to offer you the position." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So we're not doing FMT one hundred then. Um, and <laughs> sports are sports are rich, and I said, "Look, you know, here's the situation. You know, you get you get control of FMT. I I go over there and do this." And and Ian was like, "Look, you know, I want you, and I want RDF Tactics, and um, and obviously producer Steve as well to to run mm-hmm. the football manager show at the Athletic." And we're like, "Okay, cool. That sounds amazing. Great opportunity. Let's go and and do that." Um, and then we were there for, for a little while and the, uh, the athletics started to rejig, uh, how they were looking at, at podcasts and stuff. So we sort of went, right, okay, fair enough. We're sort of, we know where we are. Um, and they went, look, you know, the contract's going to sort of come to an end and we're like, okay, that's cool. You know, it's like, we appreciate the opportunity. And we had some conversations about what we did next and Jebru, uh, helped organize to get us into insomnia. So we went and did like a sort of a show down there, which was fantastic at the gaming festival. First time, ironically, that, that uh, myself and producer Steve had met very much in the same way that when we did FMT live, it was the first time yourself and, and myself met Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that, which was brilliant. And then we said, look, you know, are we going to, we can either end it now or we can go independent and we can just keep it going because it's a good product and like, you know, and it fits within a space. I think out of, you know, all the, the podcasts that there are in the, in the, the FM space, I think we all serve a different purpose. And I was like, you know, we can, we can keep that space plugged essentially and we can go independent and we're like, okay, cool. Let's do that. So rebranded. Uh, so it was no longer the football manager show. It was, it's now the FM show. And we've started to evolve much as FMT has in a, in a different way. And it's not the same show as the football manager show was, and it's now a bit looser. And and yeah, I think it's just it's becoming more of itself now. I think, and obviously looking forward to FM twenty four. Uh, I think we're starting to get in a good spot with it, and it's great. Like working with 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 with, uh, with Aaron and with Steve is is fantastic. And yeah, I think we we enjoy the records, and it's it's offering something different. You know, it's offering something different, and I think that's that's the key thing. You know, we're not there to be battling with fmt for the same orders we're not there to battle with the five-star potential for the same orders we we are going for a, a different audience there's enough of, of of it for all of us to share there will be crossover of course but you know i think it's um i think it's nice and i think that so far touch wood it seems to be since we've gone all right so yeah. when you, when you were at the athletic 
was there uh, one or two things that you picked up from your time there that has really shaped how you do actually put your show together or how it runs or works behind the scenes, etc.? Oh, right. We've got a thing called a script now, Kev. Now, I never, <laughs> I've never heard of these things. <laughs> when, when you get a producer, they want stuff planned and organised. And I'm like, I'm a comedian. Like, I just turn up and just ask people what they do for a living and get an act on. Like, come on. Can you, can you stop scaring Rich with these scary words? No, I know. I know. I'm not, um, another I'm another not. thing that, that they taught me, enunciation. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, you can say that word. Well done. I know. <laughs> you mean like sister act? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um, okay. and, 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 and so this is, again, this is different. We used to record everything very structured under, mm. under when it was The Athletic, where we'd have very structured parts and it was audio only as well so mm -hmm. you know we could just get it done how we do but then when we had the conversation about going independent i was like look we, we need to be visual as well we need to be visible so it needs to go on youtube as well and at that point steve's obviously gone oh god this is like letting tony loose going live like and I, and I get it i totally get it it's it's really terrifying to to sort of go oh god what's he gonna do but i, I I can hold it together just about, right? And we've we've not had to cut anything out, so that's that's a start. Um, mm -hmm. But you're right, yeah. It it has made me think about the projects in a very very different way. And we have like sort of shared documents and stuff, and like plans for the future and all that sort of stuff. And it, and it, it's good because I think I probably needed a bit more of that, a bit more polish. Um, I love the idea of just turning up and just doing it, but to get the best out of me, I think that I need something to work off it doesn't have to be word for word mm. but i need some plot points to be like right tony as long as you cover that cover that cover that and steve's in the document working behind like highlighting bits and pieces like sort of you need to uh, mention this bit or if we're already doing stuff it's like right there's it's just yeah there's a with a producer there it just keeps me on track while i'm while i'm going so yeah i, I think it's worked out really handily to be honest mm. Mm -hmm. Steve is Steve is the real hero of, of the whole thing. Oh, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he is like he yeah. must have sleepless nights dealing with me. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jebru yeah. does it for the playoffs. Like, I, he's he, mm -hmm. he Jebru knows how much work goes into keeping me on track. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely definitely none of that here these days. Yeah, absolutely yeah, no. nothing, even vaguely similar to that here yeah. with with me in the exact same capacity. Not in the slightest bit. There is. Oh my gosh, there's so much of it. So so much. Um, yeah, it's. But you you need that. You know, people need that. People need a structure. I've, I've I've said for at least the, the last year, everyone needs a Jeb. Everyone needs a Kev because mm -hmm. they're vitally, vitally, vitally important to people, especially like me, who are just happy to just turn up and talk sometimes. Like, oh, it'd be fine. Just have a chat. It'd be great. And then you just need those people that are like, no, we need a plan. We need some structure. We need to know what's going on. And I'm incredibly grateful for both of them. Uh, Callum's also here in some capacity. I, I don't know what he does. He's, he's just happy, isn't he? He's just happy in the corner, living the his best life. Boy. The sunshine, but exactly the sunshine kid. Um, it is super, super helpful. Super helpful. Um, I mean, looking at you know some of the conversations you've been having recently on the FM show. Like obviously, you've had some chats with, with um, you know, uh, second year card's been back, who was uh, an excellent guest on this podcast back in the day. If you've not seen that, look that one back up because I mean, if you want the the one extreme of what we've talked about in terms of structure mm -hmm. and having a producer, Steve, having a script, the complete opposite end of the spectrum 
um, was the episode we recorded with second yellow card on here. It was very special. Everybody <laughs> had forgotten it was happening. We had forgotten. <laughs> Matt had forgotten. Well, we think we're recording a podcast in half an hour. It's like, okay, great. Let's do this. It was it was more along the lines of during the record going, we don't appear to have mentioned football manager much. And yeah, it's, no. it's, an hour, it's an hour and a half in and we're talking about God knows what and mm-hmm. and bears, I think, at one point. Build so a like, bear. That was yeah. that was that was prominent. Yeah. yeah that was... that was the moment when I was like, I need a script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is too much. This is too much. But no, like you've got like, you know, Matt's been on like, you've been branching out obviously into your guests. Mm-hmm. Um is there, I mean, would is there anybody that you've got like, you don't necessarily have to name names, but are there people that you've got lined up that you're kind of rubbing your hands together? Go, oh, this is going to be fantastic. Getting to get these lads on, getting to have these people on to have a conversation with us about new games, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. So so we are, we do have some plans for other guests and it's not just content creators. Because again, we mentioned about sort of the, the different place within the FM space that we all sit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, we obviously we have we have so many conversations like about FMT and like sort of where you where you guys are like in in the world and like I think you've got that community the FM like the FM community kind of area is boxed off for you guys I think like you look after the the content creators the the streamers the, the sort of that's that's the the vibe the playoffs PVP lot um, five stars kind of like your hardcore who've been there for for, for a long long time and they've been gone for what five years I think now and I think mm-hmm. I think the FM show we appeal to what we 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 refer to as the wider FM audience, so like your people who play three seasons as like Manchester United or, or Liverpool or Real Madrid, and they win the Champions League, and that's kind of it. Or people who have just come back to the game, so we kind of like have this sort of digital instruction manual almost. Um, so our guests are kind of like having to weave in between not just people from from streaming because they might not necessarily be known to to these new people but we're also looking at people from within the football world or like sort of journalism or or, or music or whatever so we we're kind of like a bit more open to to guess that like i think last year we had uh we had connor washington on last year who's like a footballer who plays for rotherham um he followed rdf on twitter for a while and then like so sort of they had a bit of back and forth and then we had like uh lee scott who was a scout uh, who went off to Spain, who's originally from Scotland. He wrote a book about Bielsa back in the day. So again, we had him in. Then we had like, Tom Underhill, who wrote the the book about uh, Atalanta. Um, so we kind of have a bit of a different outlook in terms of guests coming on. But yeah, we have we have got some plans. We've got some very, very interesting plans. And I say we're not just about the FM creator space. There are one or two plans, which if they come off, should be very, very good. Building international relations. Let's just put it that way. Oh, oh Mourinho! Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's translating everything I'm saying into, into English. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Say no more about. It. Just leave it there. Yep. Mourinho confirmed for the FM show. Sure. Yep. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely is. Um, no, it's been it's been great. I I love listening. Um, I love watching. Um, I'm a big fan of what you've done um it's it's been really 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 nice you know it's fr- from a personal standpoint obviously you know we we, we touched briefly upon you know you you the it's quite sudden um obviously you, 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 your departure from fm from fmt and while i was you know on the one hand i was like look i'm a little you know i'm just not going to spend as much time with my friend every week and that's 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 not going to be great but also like going off and doing the the footman show for the athletic wonderful and now doing the fm show it's just really nice to be able to sit back and go I used to do a podcast with that guy. Look at him. Any good? Any good? 
you know, I'd never say it to your face though, which is the important oh, thing. Never, never, uh, never, never do that. No, 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 again, God, again, no. It's, it's the same as well. Like, you know, when, when we said like, we were, we're going to leave the show, it was never, all right, we're never going to sit and watch again or listen again. It was, it was, mm. I've always been sort of like, it's a vested interest, of course, you know, FMT mm. and watching it change direction and watching it evolve was, was what we were saying at the time as well. But look, it's not going to be the same, like take it and make it your own and shape it into what mm. you want it to be. And again, it's, it's nice to sort of sit, watch back and be like, Oh yeah, look at that. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad what they've done there. That works really nicely, you know. Yeah. So well, well done, well done, all you as well. Yeah, well done, us. Yay! Well done. Yay! <laughs> Only obviously relevant to the people who are here on the podcast today. Um, so Callan needs yeah. to pull his weight a bit, doesn't he? He hasn't <laughs> even shown up today. Honestly, honestly. baby, what? for goodness' sake. <laughs> Terrible, oh, terrible behavior. How very I, I, dare I took him to one side at FM at the FMT live show. Have I told the story before? I can't remember if I have. No. I took him to one side on the FMT live show, and um, we had a bit of a conversation after he was in the bar, and uh, and he was like, "Look, Tony, I really want to get involved in 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 the playoffs. Like, you know, what's the what, what what's the route?" And uh, and I said, to him, "I said, I said, funny you should mention that. I said you're on you're on the radar, right? You're on the radar for people to come on and be on the panel." And uh, I said, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Because I said, because I'm like, look, you've got something, okay? You've genuinely got this warmth on on screen. You you are a, a born entertainer. And I said to him at the time, okay, and he will back this up. I said, look, if you keep going, in however many years it's going to be, I don't know how long. I was like, you've got the potential to be as big as a Dr. Benji or or as a, a work the space or an illusion. I said, you you have got the personality to do it. And the fact that he hasn't even turned up today disgusts me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone to his head. It's gone to his head. We can't get rid of him. He, he just keeps appearing on these panels. I'm just like, well, why is he here again? <laughs> oh, I know. He's ter- yeah. <laughs> terrible. Absolutely terrible. You created a monster is what you did, Tony. You've, you've absolutely created a monster. I mean, I mean, look, that is as good a segue as we could possibly hope for to start talking about, the, I mean, the FM playoffs, because as, you know, up it comes in conversation. We're lucky. We've, we've sat with two of the owners. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're here. Uh, Kev, you're in the playoffs now. For an audio podcast. Ah, physical yeah. comedy. Uh, yeah, Kev, you're apparently now in the playoffs. Uh, apparently. Who knew? I didn't Scot- know. Non-league Scottish football team as well. Congratulations. Sod <laughs> Um, this is not Mosna. Oh God! <laughs> this is yeah. This isn't a planning meeting. Oh God! This is super <laughs> awkward now. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, you are both owners of again for my money one of the the greatest bits of um, PVP football manager content out there. I mean, you've gone. You know, let's be. There was there was the slight Tony Jameson reputation of Tony's not very good at PVP. He's a bit rubbish at drafts. Um, mm-hmm. And now you own one of my favourites, one of my favourite draft competitions. I mean, how, talk us through it. I mean, where, where where did it start? Going from you know the the, the Tony Jameson donut to now mm-hmm. host of the playoffs, one of the owners. It's very much, and I'm going to say this tongue in cheek, right? It's very much those who can do and those who can't teach, right? That's that's <laughs> essentially what's happened. Is I'm not very good at PvP, but you know what? I'm quite good at talking and telling other people that they're not good at PVP or people that are good at PVP. So I basically uh, went, right, this isn't working for me at all, to be honest. And I had a dreadful FM21, I think it was. And I was like, yeah, I got the TJ Donut, which is now official. I think I was the first, because basically I was the first person to ever go into the FM playoffs and not get a single point um, out of two attempts, it was. It wasn't even It wasn't even one attempt. It was two attempts. I didn't get a single point. 
Uh, in fact, I may have got a point in the, in the second season, possibly. Um, but yeah, so I went an entire season without without picking up any of this. I was like, right, he gets the door nut. Um, and I couldn't quite work out what it was because for those people who've not done PvP or draft mode, it's also known. Um, it's very, very different. You take you take your thinking into real world players, which again, I, which to be fair, I'm quite limited in, given that I don't watch football. Me trying to work out who's a player or not, so I'm like, well, he plays for a team. I'm guessing he'll probably do. Uh, yeah, but he's 36, Tony. He's Latin. He's going to be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> not, he's not brilliant. Um, uh, sticking him in there. Um, tactics are very, very different because, of course, you're playing against other people. Um, and of course, you're streaming as well. So you're trying to keep the chat entertained whilst focusing on the game, whilst panicking while you're doing it. And the people who do it really, really well are like swans. They look so effortless gliding along, but their legs are giving it God knows what under the water. And whereas I was an upside down swan, the legs were kicking up in the air and the swan is, dr is, dr is drowning. And it's going to be it's gonna be messy. There's several children going, should we save the swan? <laughs> it gets taken out and it gets shot. Right? That's, that's where I was, okay? Um, and, and I've sort of pride myself in the fact that if I lose, I can lose in an entertaining way. And that's essentially how I then went... Do you want me to just host? I bought a new computer. I can just do that instead of losing all the time. I was, was going to say it was, it was almost a segue of how I got involved as well. Was because yeah, you, yeah. you were a panelist originally, mm -hmm. and you then you you had your old PC, which was it was from your driving your wife's driving yeah, instructor. Yeah, Mrs. J's driving instructor had a second PC. Um, <laughs> yeah. so used to stream on, and I remember sitting there watching the playoffs one Sunday yeah. afternoon, just going, "Oh, playoffs is on." I told you on the panel. That's good. And then I looked in and went, "Oh God, Tony's hosting." I know Tony's PC won't be able to handle this. <laughs> Just yeah. watching a, a stuttering mess, an entertaining stuttering mess happened, but it kind of mm. happened that way. And it was just message to always like, right, how can we fix this and make this like look good? And it kind of went that way. It was, and then the conversation started to happen. Obviously, going like, look, I've got this computer. I was like, Jeb, right, I need just, I need, I need. What do I need essentially uh, to do this? And he's like, right, so we, we spec'd up the computer, and then. I said to Moz, I was like, look, I said, look, I, I'll just host it, right? I'll host the show. I've now got the computer running, but we need someone else in to help make it something different, right? I said, I can't do this on my own, right? Because I don't know enough about how to host a PvP competition. Like, I didn't know about how I was meant to get multiple streams going on, like get get things like sort of cutting between streams and, and making it look like telly. And I was like, but Jebru knows about how to make stuff look like telly, right? And he's really, really good at all this sort of stuff. So I was like, right, Moza. Let's have a conversation, right? Jebru needs to come in on this. He's going to basically make, he's already made notes on everything he's seen, right? This is what needs to be done to take the playoffs to the next level. And we kind of had a bit of a free hit, I think, with, with FM22, didn't we? While we were sort of balancing it out and working out, going back, what we can do, what we can't do. And then FM23, Jeb, I don't know what you, I don't know what you, you drank, you some sort of magic <laughs> portion or something, but we were, we went from making TV that was on ITV4 to making actual television just about and it was the, the the jump was so much better um the quality was great the broadcast was like night and day from from 18 months really and that was that was down to you like i can just get on there and and you know be a horse because i've had like i had 15 years worth of stand-up comedy experience like i'm used to talking in front of people it's not a problem for me doing all the technical bits that's difficult that's the bit i can't do 
Uh, but you made all that bit happen while I just went and, and chatted away and got and got some fantastic panels in. I got I got Kev, of course, to be the right hand man in there, and I just balanced everything out to make it look like I was booking like a comedy show essentially. I need someone who can cover that sort of style of of, of discussion. Someone who can do that. Someone who can do that. Um, you know, bringing people like Llama in, of course, Callum as well. Uh, mm. One of the one of the main players, and and that's just yeah. For everything again, go back to the Swan analogy. For everything that looks really calm on top. Jebru's feet are kicking underneath to make it happen. Yeah, and I, and I think that we'll, we'll be open and honest about it. There have been difficult moments in it, but then mm-hmm. as soon as we get into a show, we go, "This is really good. We really yeah, enjoy this." Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter what's 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 happened or not happened leading yeah. up to the show. The second we hit go live as a collective, something comes over us and we just get the work done. I mean, and the, the show the, works. I think the perfect example is the Adam Cleary one way. We're trying to get him in, trying to get him in, trying to get him in, and he confirms the night before he's supposed to draft, and he says, "I'm not, I'm not home." I was like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. So we called in Alice, and then then he goes, "Right, yep, I'm, I'm home now. I can stream. Oh, my company haven't given me access on my laptop. I've got this ten year old laptop. Can I stream <laughs> off that?" It's like, "Let's try." No, no you can't. Mm-hmm. Alice, are you busy tonight? <laughs> And then that just that turned out to be actually golden, like how good that looked. <laughs> but but it's yeah. things like that as well, like yeah. like being able to take those risks. Yeah. Like we got Ian McIntosh in the first year that we that we did it. And I think it was Holly Plays set him up as a computer and went, This is how you set a stream up. Because he hadn't he hadn't didn't have an idea. And he popped in and he did it because it was the mad scientist's 93, 94 database. So we're like, we've got to get Ian involved in that and being able to drop people in who aren't streamers or creators clearly again we were struggling for um for sort of like we wanted something big we're like what can we get that's big that's different that's not been done before like i was just like racking our brains and and thankfully i've, I've known, known adam for years and i was like should we just try like and sometimes shall we just try is is absolutely the right answer and it just timed out really handily and uh, the things were going to work well, but then it also was working where he just got a new job at 442 and was back and forth between London and Newcastle. And as you say, Jeb was, uh, was trying to stream from a, from a travel lodge <laughs> on his mobile. <laughs> Tony, Tony, you were saying a minute ago that um, kind of in, in sort of in these parentheses kind of things that you all you do is show up and talk and you know Jebaru does the things and all that kind of stuff that's not absolutely mm. true at all there is a lot that goes in so my question about the pvp stuff and the playoffs specifically is if if you get a certain level of kudos because you are on the screen you are the host of the show people know who you are why do it? Why do the playoffs when you've got, you know, work that you're doing outside of FM, you've got your streams mm. going on, you've got a family that you're taking care of, all those kinds of What's the draw of doing anything within the playoffs kind of setup for you? It's a good question. It's a good question, actually, because the, the thing, so what I always say to anyone who comes into it, right, and I've said this to people who ask me questions about, can I be on the panel? Can I host? How do I get into the sort of stuff? And I, and I have to say, look, what are you wanting into it? Essentially what you've just said there, Kev, why you want to do it? And some people have said, oh, I want to get more viewers. And I'm like, well, that's the wrong answer for a start. It's not about getting more viewers, right? You will not get more viewers by just being on the on the playoffs, okay? What you want to do is the right answer. And now people, of course, will respond with the right answer, obviously, is you want to make the best product you can. Same with, with podcasting. It's the same with streaming. You put yourself in there to make the best product you can. And I think that I know my skill set is 
good enough to to carry a show, right? But my skill set is only good enough to carry the show. I can't run an entire show. I need panelists, and therefore I need panelists who can work to a level whereby if something goes down, Jebru will know 100% there's always technical issues. Kev, you'll know as well yourself. There's been issues where my camera goes off. You instantly pick up that rein and you go as the second in command. So it's it's looking at that. And I think it's just this desire to come into the space, as I kind of did when I when I came out of comedy and we, we came into the FM space. And it was like, how can we just add something decent? Like, there's got to be something good. Like, don't come in and just do something for the sake of doing it. Like, come in and make it good. Like, if we're making a big song and dance about making the playoffs better, let's make the playoffs better. Like, it could have just been left as it was, you know, recording on 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 Melon, you know, stuttery cameras, stuttery stream, not being able to catch up with goals and stuff. But by us putting the work in and really pushing the bar, we were kind of kind of had to because there was no showdown last year. Like, there was a mm. big big gap of of amazing TV that wasn't there. So we had to push and fill that gap. And that drove us to work harder than we probably ever considered. It made everyone else step up as well. Like every other tournament looks so much better because we pushed the needle because we were like, right, the showdown's not here. We need to be to the untrained eye, the closest thing to the showdown. Like that's we were, we're aiming towards getting to that level. We're not competing to try and be something that it is or isn't. We're not looking to overtake the show now. We're like saying we want to look the same, right? That's the first thing. Push, push, push. Jebber and I keep saying we're making television. We're making television. We're making television. We're not just putting a stream of, of football manager people on and we're having a tournament. We are making TV. And I think that was the driving factor of going, we can make this better. And you're right. I say, yeah, I just turn up and I just host. I will undersell. I will absolutely undersell whatever I do. But it's I'm only part of a team. Like Jebru is doing so much work, so much work as the as the show director, as an executive producer, as you know, technical wizard. Um, you know, Kev yourself, you're you're involved in in a lot of the work as well. And of course, Mozer and Ali as well are doing doing so much work. We've got people like sitting in streams constantly. There's like messages going back and forwards. Have you seen this person? Have you seen this person? Like the scouting is is constant constant like people we get new people in through people getting in touch but we also get new people in because we found people like we've just gone looking around going like oh they look like they've got quite a decent self oh they're really interesting actually uh, and that's how people like h2 came to our attention we were just sitting just have a twitch up and have a bit of a nosy in and sort of go, oh i like this I like this person quick little message around in the group and everyone's going yep thumbs up he's he's great like and that's that's what it's about, you know, spotting those people and bringing those people in and going, yeah, they've got the right talent, the right temperament, and they'll add something to to the show and again to to increase improve that quality. And also in Hamza's case, just being really handsome helps as well. <laughs> that you know, that did help as well. To be there honest. is that. <laughs> it yeah. is disgusting, isn't it? Honestly, it's, I just, it's, it's hard not to look at Hamza's take it personally. Like it's, it feels like it's an attack on me. It was, it was really difficult as well when it was Hamza and Kev on there because I had to turn up the nastiness like even further than normal. They're both so nice. What am I going to do? Here? <laughs> but there, there is that. But that there, you know, yeah. that is, is, is part of the, of the trouble, Jeb. Yeah. Like we we have mm. to try and balance, and there has to be 
different personalities. I didn't find it difficult. I'm just oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> torn you down, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I have to be horrible to be... Oh, yeah, what a yeah. colossal burden. Jen, this is getting personal. You need to just <laughs> read it in a bit. <laughs> Why's it got a list? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Wednesday. We, we stopped recording three days ago. Stop messaging me. It's... <laughs> but what, what we also did as well, which, which I think is, is again testament to, to Jeb and, and to Kev as well in this in this uh, instance is we were able to make the playoffs and the path to the playoffs feel different as well so once we'd worked out what the playoffs was meant to look like we we're like right how can we make the path to the playoffs different um, and again so there's so much work had gone into the end product and then we reverse engineered back to to make sure that, that each of the shows were different and then of course draft and crafts was just something that was a a nice silly throwaway idea which sort of has its own life as well which again is is just great and that's very much just turn up and see what happens sort of vibe which um yeah i think it's just a, a nice little little quirky addition to the to the weekend i see now t- turning up and seeing what happens now we're in rich's wheelhouse um <laughs> this is this is this is where this is where i shine now it's 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 true though i i think picking up on some of the things that you guys have been talking about there and this is this is actually this is interesting for me because it's it's a really nice conversation to be part of almost as an outsider because even though despite the fact that i know the three of you like incredibly well and i've been you know fortunate enough to be you know i'm 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 comparatively privy to what kind of goes on a little bit behind the scenes just because we talk so much and just being you know just it, being involved in terms of like podcasting with the three of you in in some capacity in the past or currently like the amount of effort that goes in behind the levels cannot be understated like in the slightest bit it's it's i've I've said this frequently on on pod i've said it on stream before like the the improvement in production value just month to month to month to month is is nothing short of incredible Uh, the biggest thing for me is when listening to that conversation and and tony you say like when people are getting in touch saying i want to be part of the playoffs like you know i want to be I want to be a competitor. I want to be on a panel. And, you know, the, the biggest reason that I want to be involved, I, I'm I'm lucky to be involved, you know, because I've, I've got you know, one of my favorite things to do is Path to the Playoffs with Jeb. I absolutely adore it. Um, Drafts and Crafts is one of my favorite shows in the world. I love being involved with both. I've never done a full playoffs, and I'm very, very okay with that. You know, I've I found my level. I'm Jordan Rhodes, you know. Give me, <laughs> give me just below just yeah. below the top tier and that yet i will shine I'm so good so oh my good. god i i will i i will bag you 25 goals a season on path to the players but put me in the actual players themselves oh crikey no no rich it's, david nugent absolutely absolutely yeah i would yeah i'll turn once i'll turn up and i'll do really really well and then never be seen off again at the top level um but it's it's brilliant but the reason that i want to be part of it is because I want to be part of something that's good because it just it forces you to up your game. You have to be better. You know, it's it's for me, it's very, very similar. It's like going from, you know, in, in terms of like stand-up comedy, for example, it's like going from the open mics and the new material nights. It's like getting your first, it's like getting paid work all of a sudden. You're like, right, I've been invited to do this because somebody has seen something in me. I want to be better. I have to be better. And it kind of brings it forces that out of you. Um and, and, if that's that, you, yeah. sorry, and again, that, that's that's sort of what we were thinking about as well. We wanted people to want to work towards it as well mm. and for it to be seen as aspirational. And that's not necessarily why uh, when when we put the, the two pathways in, the path of the playoffs and, and the playoffs, that wasn't to make it a very distinct difference, but it was because we had so many people we wanted to to see and work out where people would fit 
we thought like you know, let's we can't just turn people down and have no opportunity like there's got to be a pathway for people to try to out so mm. people to get on the panel i kept saying look you know i need to see you on a panel somewhere so go and, and either get on a panel for another competition or hey you know what we've got the path of the playoffs and it's not designed to be uh all right you're not ready for the playoffs yet because callum was was the the exception who sort of went straight straight through and like and just fit but we had people like dupe who's like he's been on a showdown panel before and he was mm. like I'm happy to. I, I will. I will want to come and sit on a playoffs panel on a on a path of playoffs panel because that makes everyone else better as well. And mm-hmm. we didn't want to have any distinction between the two shows in terms of like it's the lesser show or the main show. It's it's the full month worth of shows. Like you are going to be on something. And mm-hmm. yeah, we wanted people to to feel as though they were working towards something. And and I think I think that that that's kind of how the intention has been has been received. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has, you know, again, for me, it's, especially with the absence of um, the showdown for the last year or so, it's, it's the, it's the pinnacle. It, it, I think it, I think it says it in the Twitter bio, it's the pinnacle of football manager PVP competition, which is, I, I think it's, I think is accurate. I think is accurate. It tells so many wonderful stories and it's so nice to have, you know, I've, I've done panels. I've competed in path to the playoffs a few times, you know, I've, back in fm21 um i stood in for tony in the playoffs themselves which meant mm, that you know yeah. for, for three playoffs i i had i had tony jameson's best record because i got two draws in a group stage which you know for a long time <laughs> tony's best achievement in the, in the playoffs was me um you know it's it's brilliant fun it's so much fun but it's just nice to be part of something that's bigger so if that's something that I get, if, if people are listening or what, listening to or watching this podcast and are thinking, you know, especially with FM24 just around the corner, and there are so many great graph competitions out there now, like regularly run, there's community ones, there's more competitive ones, you've got the rank competitions. Like if you're thinking, I want to get involved, like absolutely do. But I think it's do it, you've got to do it for the right reasons because you can't turn around and say, all right, I want to be in the playoffs because uh, I, I'm looking to increase my follower count because like Tony says, not going to be the case i i want to be involved you know i want to be involved in it because it's the best it's the absolute best and i want to be involved in it for that reason i want to be on a panel everybody is so lovely if you message people and say hey i want to be on a panel on your draft they're going to say yes and it's given us like it's just the paneling has like you know the the prominent rise in some people in terms of what they bring to a panel like just off the top of my head people like cosa bob like isn't cosa bob wonderful pokes is an absolute treat to, to experience on a panel. And these are th- these are opportunities that weren't necessarily there for people, you know, a year ago, 18 months ago. And it's it's giving an additional platform to people and, and, and letting them shine in a different way. Yeah, the last last draft competition I was in, though, Pope's called me Jed for the entire competition. <laughs> <laughs> You've also got as well, though, there's, there's, they're, they're two really, really interesting names, by the way, Cosa Bob and, and Pokes. Now, Cosa Bob, again, we'll, we'll pull a bit behind the curtain. Cosa Bob's been on our radar for 18 months-ish, about 14 months probably, I would say. Um, but because we were raising the standards of the technical requirements to be on stream, we needed Cosa Bob's computer and camera and audio and lighting to fall in line with everyone else as well. So there's sometimes that we see people and we go, they're perfect someone find them a new a set of lights because they need a set of lights like that will really help whenever anyone says to us you know of any situation we've had people in, our, in all of our streams and all of our discords i want to start streaming i want to start making a podcast like what what do i want and the first thing any of us will say 
get a microphone, get a really, really good microphone, then get a camera, but get some lights as well. And it's those little things that you can be amazing. You can be amazing with such dreadful kit. And, but you can have people who go all the other way and they can be awful, but they've got all the kit in the world. Sometimes it's just the situation of if you're making TV, you're making a, a program, you're making a podcast, you need to be seen, you need to be heard. And that's gonna be the that's gonna be what, what gets you on these shows. And it's not it's not about how good you are at football manager either. That's not part of it. It's not about, oh well, I've won 62 Champions Leagues. Doesn't matter. Like it's can you come in to a competition? Can you be pleasant in a call, a big group call with people that you don't know? Can you have a bit of fun? You know, can you, if you lose, take it on the chin and laugh it off a little bit? If you win, can you be a bit humble in victory? You know, and that's what it's all about. Like, are you going to be part of, 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 of something bigger? Like, do you want to help push the, the show up? Because again, there's loads of people who we'd love to get in, but we only have a finite amount of slots to fill. And mm. we will fill with people we know, fulfill those criteria in our heads, going, oh, they're, they're perfect. Like, get them in there. They embody what we're trying to do. And it's, it's like piecing a puzzle. You know, and there's there's some people who are fantastic, but just need a, a little bit of time. Or there's some people who, I mean, yeah, we knew we knew for a fact that me hosting was possibly somewhere on the agenda, but my computer wasn't good enough, and <laughs> I ended up hosting by default one day. And then Jeb's going, "We need to make we need to get your computer better if we're going to do this more regularly." But I'm also, you know, just at this point, I'm going to, you know, shout out nepotism because, you know, well, yeah, I'm, course, I, that as well, I'm yeah. happy to get on by <laughs> that. That's absolutely fine. You know, nothing about the quality of me as a presenter or as a competitor in anything, just nepotism. Like, oh, my friends run to competition and get me involved. Yeah. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But only for me, nobody else is allowed. Just, just me. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. FMT will take over the playoffs one day. Don't worry. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's, 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 it's the extension of the uh, of yeah. FMT. To be honest, it's uh, it's like oh, so we, we've got our podcast arm, we've got our playoffs arm, uh, we've got. <laughs> Exactly. It's go, we, we're going places, not the stock market, never the stock market. I don't understand the stock market, but, you know, if, and if somebody can explain that to me. It's a bit like the transfer market, I think. Just just look, look, look at the Wonder Kid companies. You know, they, they all okay. tend to go really well. Like, you know. Okay. Can, yeah, I, can I gamble? Loads, yeah. Stockpile loads of them. Just Yeah, yeah. yeah. This company's been trading for seven days. This is probably where I put all of my money. <laughs> this is absolutely fine. Yeah, I've, I've done a quick scouting report and, you know, some, some of these companies' attributes look like they could be really, really high. Um, yeah. I'm just going to invest now. And, oh, they've come back and they're all as low as they possibly could have been. What are the chances? Yeah. Oh, very high. Tony very, very invested high. in bread. Doing all right with bread. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. They call him Tony Warburton's, but not to his face. Not, not to his face. That sadly, um, it wasn't actually bread. It was the uh, Liverpool sitcom from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that, will, that will go places. Hey, with the Neighbours reboot, I'm, I'm banking on bread coming back. <laughs> It always falls also invested Jossie's Giants. And... <laughs> wow. Now we're alienating some audience right that, now. Now we're alienating. Aren't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony's currently in talks to uh, play the title role in the new reboot of Kez. So he's, uh... <laughs> honestly, oh, any any BBC afternoon children's programming designed for school. Oh, yeah, ah, now we're talking. Yeah. Looking forward to my, uh, my new uh, podcast, The Wizbit Show, which is. <laughs> That's the reference. Wow. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We've we, we've done it. 
We've absolutely done it. Whiz bits. It, it's it's canon now. It's it's yeah. in the podcast. It's there forever. Um, Tony, I've got a bone to pick with you. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Ooh, here I've we got go. We've got to the me. juicy bit. Go on. Yeah. I know. Get him. Get I him, Rich. Nobody else listen. Um, I'm I'm a bit cross with you, mate, because for about the for about the last year, mm-hmm. I've had the self-imposed title of um, hardest working stand-up comedian in the football manager space because I've been averaging about five gigs a year. Yeah. You know, that's which is all it took, which is literally all it took because I'm tired and I'm busy. Um, but you know, five five seemed like the right amount. Um somebody has decided to just take that title from me recently because somebody is gigging again. He's he's back on the I'm back, uh, baby. He's do, doing the jokes. How's uh how's the transition back to a stage in front of real life human beings been for you, pal? It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's probably weird um yeah it's been so i mean like obviously stand-up was a was a huge 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 part of my life pre-pandemic um football manager of course was part of that stand-up pandemic hit gig stopped working stopped running i had a second child born just before the pandemic as well so like we had a, a lockdown baby with another young child as well so the timing to get back out gigging was sort of like wasn't quite right and then there was full-time comics who were required who were relying on those gigs for their income and i was sort of like well look you know i'm in quite a fortunate position like i have another job like we haven't been furloughed like we can like we're we're, we're okay like you know we, we don't need to be desperately chasing out those gigs so i sort of like well look you know i'm not going to push as much i'm not in a position where i should be going and doing comedy right now and then it turned out that really just kept going and going and going and i never thought much about getting back on the horse and I had a couple of calls from like do do a couple of gigs, and then did it one year, and then I did another couple of gigs the next year, and then and I was like, ah, maybe I do something. And long story short, I've ended up doing about five gigs this month already, and then I've got some stuff in uh, in, in the diary for November and December. And, and yeah, I think I'm slowly making a comeback. Like local, really, like sort of promoters I've worked with a lot in the past, um, not having to travel too far because you know it's uh, it's that's the bit that I've not been used to for many, many years is getting in the car and sitting there for a couple of hours. So that's uh, not great, especially having worked all day and then been up and about with the kids during the night as well. So um, yeah, probably something local. We'll try and get some bits and pieces doing. Um, I'm enjoying it. I am back enjoying it. That's a big thing. Obviously I figured getting on stage and if I didn't enjoy it straight away, then that would be the the answer of have I missed it? Um, but I always say now, I'm now having to say like 15 years in comedy, but I've got an asterisk for like three years that are unaccounted for. A bit like my European trophies in the British Steel. Like I've got 17 trophies, but an asterisk that says 20 really. Um, and uh, and yeah, so so we are working towards getting some bits and pieces back. And I know that we said off camera, there's also potentially another reason that why we're back doing stand-up. And um, maybe, maybe Ooh. is the answer to that. Um Mm-hmm. I am going to mention it because obviously there's people that listen and go <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Good night, everybody. I'm very happy with that. I understand the reference, but there's somebody out there that's going, I, I, I what? Well, if you don't get the reference, you need to work harder for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. There have been on. clues all the way through the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, follow me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and no, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's 10 years since I did Football Manager in my life, which. It's really bizarre to think that it's been 10 years and it was 10 years of a show that started off as a silly idea and ended up into a, a much sillier idea, really. Uh, ended up 
touring, which I, I shouldn't have been doing at the time, but was very, very fortunate that a few opportunities came and we we had a, a great time doing it. And we've spoken a few times on stream about like, is it time for a reboot? There's a lot of people who haven't seen the show, um, which uh, you can see on YouTube, by the way, if you want to go and have a look on that, it's still up on there and it went up in, in its entirety. Um, I can't watch it again because it's 10 years old. So I physically can't watch it, but you should. You should, and you should, you should. And I have. Uh, it's very good. Bless you. It's very kind of you. Very kind of you. Um, but we need to rewrite it. It can't. It, there's so much has changed. There's a lot of stuff that I predicted that ended up happening, though. So I'm a little bit like Tony Darmus. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff that, that we predicted did did come true. Um, I think Sai Maggio as well called me the one of the first ever content creators as well because I, I mentioned a bit about Blythe Spartans 50 years in the future. He's like, that's content now. Like you were doing that 10 years ago, and I was like. Oh, I suppose I was actually. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, so yeah, so we might rewrite the show um, with some some bits and pieces. Obviously, there's loads of stuff that's happened in the last ten years. We've done British Steel. We had the link with with Odds Battle Club. Came out of out of nowhere. Podcasting, friendships. You know, there's there's a lot to talk about now. So yeah, maybe if 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 I can if I can find two hours worth of funny in Football Manager again. If I can find two hours worth of funny in general, right, and be be on stage again and getting the brain to think that way then if we can find two years worth of funny in it then yeah we'll look to to approach a few people and say look can we can we come and do it again um so yeah that might be a thing that might be a thing there you go that, that which is I, I find that exciting as as a fan of stand-up comedy uh, as a fan of football manager and as somebody that doesn't mind tony i think that that to me is the trifecta i, I it's you know, I don't think that there are many people who do anything creative that like to go, you know, will go back and watch or kind of interact with much older content that they've made. But it's a really good show. It was a brilliant show. Let's be honest. It was such a solid hour of stand-up. Um, and, you know, it's 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 it just speaks to me on a personal level because I like stand-up football. I, I like stand-up comedy and I like football manager. Uh, stand-up football also quite good um <laughs> lying down football sure why not let's let's just incorporate all of these um hey look we made it you know an hour and 15 minutes into the call before i said something before i just did a flub before i got my words wrong carlos valderrama national league um they, they they all count they 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 all count now i, I think it's brilliant mate I'm, I'm really happy that you're doing it again I'm, I'm happy that you're back on stage um you know and it's streaming is is so many similarities between you know hosting a stream and you know gigging at the same time you know there's there's so many because you're, you're, you're engaging people you're holding conversations it's almost like you're doing warm weather training that's basically what it is just in you know that's it's fundamentally the same thing if you get heckled you just pretend that it's chat like that's that's fine it's 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 great i've, I've blocked several people during a gig now it's it's really really good um, <laughs> and then at the end of the show i just get everyone out and we run into another venue it's really bizarre <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it's great but let, yeah let's, just, let's, let's go let's go and raid the cocktail bar that's what we do we just, everyone gets out we run in some people stay some people leave still gonna stop for me thank you but um but yeah, it's brilliant. And then that bar shout out, hey, it's Tony's in. <laughs> and then, you know, one person might come to your next gig. It's, it's, that's, that's just the way that it works. It's a beautiful system and uh, it should never change. No, it's good. I'm very, very happy. Very, very happy that you're back. Um, because it just take, takes that pressure off me. Hardest working comedian in the FM space. 
Not anymore. Well, we're waiting a support act if you know of anybody as well. Um, yeah, I could put some names forward. I, I don't yeah. know anybody. Yeah, Kev's really funny. Kev's yeah, Kev, Kev's, 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 Kev's naturally funny, yeah. It might look a lot like me. I was about to say with uh, a big pair of silly glasses and a fake moustache, but that's just what I look like. So uh, That's the first joke into... of the set. But, hey! <laughs> See, we're, 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 I wouldn't open with it. We'll workshop it afterwards. Yeah. We, can, we can make it. We can uh, We can get through. We can get through. I know you're um, thinking. Rich Owens let himself go. He has. He really has. <laughs> yeah. Give us a cheer if it's the first time seeing Rich Owens. Hey. <laughs> Give us a cheer if you've seen him before. The first ones sound much happier. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantasy. You never lose it. You never lose it. Um, now, I am conscious of been recording for a little while. I can't remember how much preamble there was after I first hit record. So we're just going to roll with it, if I'm honest with you. Because I'm just having a nice time. Yeah. This is just a nice way to spend a Sunday morning. Um, one of the uh, one of the last things we kind of wanted to do with you, mate, is you know the podcast is called Football Manager Therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, let's be you know it was you know it was massively beneficial to you and Matt during the yeah. pandemic times. You know that that was great. And what we don't want to do is kind of just shy away. We don't want to forget that aspect of what we kind of try and do, um, especially when we're talking to friends or talking to guests. Mm. So I suppose our next question for you, Tony, um, how are you, mate? How is it going? Just outside of outside of Segundo Valantes and stand-up comedies. Um, well, I am in therapy now, so I suppose that is really sort of has gone full circle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we talk about, about Tony Dharma's predicting things. Um, <laughs> that very much was the situation when Matt and I started the podcast. We were like, right, we need this as sort of some sort of semblance and and balance to, to reality which was going on at the time uh with, with the escapism and everything but yeah i think it's it's been i have trekked the pandemic in in a very opportunistic kind of way i know there's, there's a, a whole lot of, of rubbish that happened with the pandemic and people obviously really did struggle and, and lost a lot of things and lost a lot of people um i'm choosing to look at the opportunities that, that it created in terms of sitting and looking at people deciding upon whether they're, they're in the right jobs, the right relationships, the right headspace. And I uh, decided that I wasn't in the right headspace at all. I think it's uh, a lot of time when you sit in the, in the same four walls, and you, you can only really uh, work out. Are you happy with how life is right now? Are you happy with your personality? Are you happy with everything that you've done? And I think that sometimes comedy was a nice way of covering up some of those, those feelings and those emotions that I, that I had, um, because I just kept myself busy. And obviously during the pandemic, you weren't able to keep yourself busy because you couldn't do anything. And then, of course, add in a couple of a couple of young children as well. And it's just with a lack of sleep, you then go, well, look, here is where we are. And I thought, you know what? It's probably time for a bit of, for a bit of self-care, I think, to be honest. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I think this is probably further down the line of just I'll have a bit of CBD and, a, and less coffee. Like it was more a case of like, I need to probably get out and, like, and then talk to someone. So I uh, made a phone call. Well, what are talking now about six months ago, possibly, I think it was. And there was a, um, there's a charity in, in York where I'm based called, uh, Menfulness. I think they're a national charity as well. Actually, there's certainly like, the little groups, things like Andy's man club sort of style, um, charity. And they were doing, they were they were doing a free six sessions of of therapy, and then uh, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, let, let's have a little go at that. Let's let's try and go and and, and have a conversation because again, I know that like the NHS waiting list is like so long for people, and people are, are in a bad spot and aren't getting the help that they need. So what I would say is, if you're in that position and you do and you are ready to go and seek some help, Google 
things, local uh, charities close to your area, because there will be stuff that, that are there and they have a bit of funding and stuff, and they might be able to get you in the system quicker than than if you, you have to wait by the NHS. Um, and again, that's in a privileged position of being able to afford to to add it going forward because it was six sessions for free. After that, it was like, right, you have to pay for each session. And I know obviously some people can't do that as well. But I said to Mrs. J, I was like, look, I've got a figure in my head of how much I'm willing to pay. And it thankfully it turned out a lot less. And I was like, oh, cool. Was, well, we might as well then. Let's just just do this. And and it, I feel as though it's benefited me. I think I certainly feel as though that I'm getting some of my thoughts and my feelings out. There's some stuff which I can improve upon and work upon. There's some stuff which I think I kind of, um, unfortunately, there's no budging on at all. And we've got to the point where it's like, oh, well, we either, we either deal with that or we burn on every single bridge that's ever come in that so that's a difficult one to have to take um we've talked about aliens which is weird uh we've talked <laughs> so again like it's one of those things where it's like she understands now that that where i'm coming from very much a case of like i'm not i'm not a straightforward thinker so i'm i'm probably the i'm probably the most obvious case that she's got but i also think she's the, I'm the most interesting case that she's got because as you all know i just keep talking until someone stops me so <laughs> i start off with I think this, and then we get over there. Like you remember in you remember in the office, the American office, where uh, Michael Scott delivers the meeting about planets, and mm-hmm. it's like, but we started off about paper and how we use paper, and then how we looked at how other people use paper, and then how other people in different planets use paper, and then we started to work out how small we were. I've done that sort of thing almost, like not word for word, clearly, but I started off with one thing, and then we've ended up into universe chat, and she just went, "Time's up." Time's up, and I'm like, yeah, and it's not, but she's just like, she's cool. But yeah, but that, that's where we are. Like, I think overall, overall, I'm pretty good. Uh, pretty good overall. I'd say, like, on average week, six out of 10, seven out of 10, I'll take that. The, mm-hmm. the odd day I'm an eight, the odd day I'm a nine. Um, but that's certainly better than it has been. And yeah, I think it's just, it's just, uh, it, it's certainly working better now and being open about it as well and being like, right, this is where where i am and this is where uh my head's at at the minute but yeah definitely getting the help is is certainly a a big improvement and i would i would say as well to anyone else who's in the same situation if you can get some help go and get some help and and definitely open up and, and talk to people and that's what we love about this podcast and like sort of the discord communities that we've all built it's been driven on being open being honest again predominantly men not talking about this sort of stuff we have to be open. We're of a we're of a generation. Obviously, not you, young kids yourselves. Like you're all in your twenty fives, um, you know. But you know, me, I'm I'm forty three. I'm of a generation that obviously didn't talk about that sort of stuff. It was all bottled up. And from the northeast, you don't have things like feelings. We couldn't afford them, right? So we just uh, we uh, we you know. And it's like now I'm looking around the world, going, well, yeah, I've got two young kids to look after. I need to be in a better position to to give them the best I can give them. And so right, take a bit of time off and go and go and do that. So. That's where we're at. So that's really refreshing to hear because, like I say, the, the most difficult thing can be talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that, that can be one of the hardest things. You know, it, it's been, I, I spoke last week about how I've been really struggling um, over the last kind of month or so. And it's, it's being self aware enough because that's what, that's what I struggle with. I'm not self aware enough to realize when I'm struggling. Um, I just throw myself in stuff or try and distract myself with other things, um, which, you know, and, and when you don't st- stop getting the enjoyment from the things that you should be getting enjoyment from, that in and of itself should be like a telltale, telltale sign. Um, 
I was having I was having a chat with the with my wife the other night, and you know she was talking about how it's it was about this time last month I think that the um I was you know lucky enough and we released the EP that I recorded last year uh, down at Abbey Road, it was a wonderful experience, but then I was just completely nonplussed about once it was out there I was just like meh like that should have been a much bigger deal you know and I, I was very blase like, just like uh. I, think, I think there was parts of the tour that was like that as well like mm. not fully taking in the enormity of what was going on because mm -hmm. i just treated as well yeah like we, we're just touring like aware now with 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 distance from it to be like what on earth are we doing touring like you know only a few years into comedy like no that shouldn't have happened like saying looking at, at the show now and i can see so many things are wrong with it with with so much experience but the opportunity is there you have to take it like but not fully appreciating what's happening while you're doing it like the the show itself the the record is like recorded in front of 300 people in newcastle like i've sold out a venue that's 300 people i don't know 300 people and i certainly don't know 300 people in in the northeast like it's not like one of those you get some comics who are known in their area so it's their homecoming gig and everyone comes out for it i'm not particularly popular with people like I, I keep people at, now at there's a, a sound, sound bite for our podcast yeah <laughs> i'm not there it particularly is. popular but, but, I, but i'm not like i've got i'm like i've got a few like i've got a few close friends that i've got right and i've got some acquaintances and that sort and i've got like colleagues and that sort of stuff but I've, i don't i don't have like if i put a show on like now like, I wouldn't be able to get a load of people to come to come straight away. I'd get some, but I wouldn't be. There's some people who are just so much more popular, like, and they just they have friends who are really, really supportive and all that sort of stuff, and they will come and do stuff. And like, I think that is one of those things where, I, again, I, I don't understand, and I've never considered just how big a deal a lot of this stuff is. Things with with streaming, like getting into this, can be the best and worst thing for your brain as well as I'm sure you you all understand this like dr stage can be brilliant uh, dr stage covered up a lot of problems over the, the past few years because i just go on stage and it'd be fine and mrs j would be like you can tell you've not had a gig for three days you, you're a bit you're a bit angsty like that adrenaline's got to go somewhere on stream some people and i've done it myself and i'm sure we've all done it as well we've jumped on and, we've, and you know within seconds you shouldn't be there you shouldn't be there like this is not going to go well right and you sort of you just go right well we'll just do what we do and it's like you almost feel compelled to do it okay now hear a lot of words as well i've said this openly a few times about the grind like oh, i've just got to grind this bit out i've just got i've just got to like i'm just struggling to get this extra extra bit done like, i've just got to got to get that i've got to get it done like no you don't once you realize you don't because it's not your job oh it's so much easier like stand-up comedy when it was my job was horrible stand-up comedy when i had an extra job and then all my gigs were extra meant stand-up comedy was so much more fun because i could go i could be myself i wasn't putting pressure on myself to smash that gig to come back to pay the bills i was just going being myself having fun and getting invited back stream is the same hardly any of us in the community space are full-time streamers there's a reason for that there's only a finite amount of of people who can do this sort of thing and most of us are doing it because it's fun 
But all of us should be doing it because it's fun. No one's forcing us to hit go live. No one's forcing us to make a podcast. No one's forcing us to make YouTube videos. Kev, you made the really smart decision to come off YouTube because it didn't work for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas you could still be sat there making videos, putting loads of pressure on yourself, getting seven views, and then feeling really crap about it. Like... Mm -hmm. People sitting and going, oh, but I've only got so many viewers and I've just got to be like, I've just, I've just got to get on. Like, if you're not feeling it, don't go on. Like, it's, you decide. No one, you're not at the mercy of anybody. Like, you got to just have fun with it. And if it's not fun, stop doing it. Take a bit of time off, come back to it, reevaluate what it is you wanted from it in the first place. And if it is, I've started streaming or making a podcast because I want to get more views, because I want to get famous, because I'm you're in it for the wrong reasons. It goes but straight back to the playoffs. You're in it for the wrong reasons. Work out what you want to be in there for. I came into this space because I saw a little gap and I wanted to add a bit of quality and a bit of something in there. And I thought I can bring some I can bring something to it. Not what can I take out of it, what can I add into it? And that's that's where I go with it. I like it. Mm -hmm. absolutely it's, it's 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 a smart way of, it's a really really smart way of looking at it you know i think there was um somebody tweeted earlier this week i think it was it was either it was either other kev uh, our friend Lujo, recent podcast guest or it was ben and they were talking about people and it's 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 a similar kind of it's because it's that word grind mm -hmm. when was the last with the exception of if you're tony hawk when was the last time that grinding was was fun in any way shape or form it's just such a it's such a it's such a weird aspirational word and i think it was either i, th I think it was either kev or ben they were talking about um i think it was the new fifa or eafc as they call it now and saying people are complaining there's nothing left to grind in the game the game's been out for three weeks and they've run out of things to grind it's like but if you're grinding like that's not a word that i ever associate with enjoyment it's not anything that i ever associate with a good time so why do it? Why force yourself to do that? R&B music in the early 2000s is probably the only other place where, where grinding would be seen as a positive. Yes. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. But you've got the, you got to have the bump as well. Without the bump, it's, oh, it's horrible. Maybe that's Horrible thing, yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Grinding gearboxes aren't fun, are they? No. 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 Just bump. Awful. Just grind. Woeful. But together... Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. No, it's 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 good. And what's again? It's really refreshing just to hear somebody just talking, just very openly about it. You know, I tried to do it last week at the start of our record, um, and it felt really cathartic. You know, and it's it's really you know it's it's just nice. You know, the amount of times you just ask people how they're like, yeah, everything's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. And that was me. That was absolutely me last month or so. And like I say, my lack of self-awareness didn't help me in terms of realizing that, you know, I wasn't doing okay. Uh, and now I'm doing much better. Look at me go. Thriving, not surviving, as we all are. As we all are. Um, lovely, 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 lovely stuff. Um, now, we're starting to get towards the end of, 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 of proceedings today, I think. Before we start to wrap up, um, there were some questions. There were some questions, some from us um, and, and possibly some from you, Tony. Mm. Mm. Shall I do my question now? Would you like to? Because, you know, we, we do like it. Again, if, you, if it's the first time you're listening or, or watching the pod, when we have a guest on like Tony, we do like to offer them the opportunity to kind of, you know, because we sit there, we, we, we ask questions about all sorts of things. 
but it feels a bit one-sided, doesn't it? So we thought it'd be nice if, you know, we offer our guests the opportunity, if they have a question for us, to, you know, this, this, this is your time, Tony. This is well, your time to do so. You are very, very kind. So what I will do is I will ask a question. Right? I'm out of here. Good to see you. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's so, again, I also have the football game company. Uh, it's players to play for Juventus. Um, no. Um, <laughs> time starts now. Uh, no, one one question I'm going to ask, and it's, it's to all three of you, really. Mm-hmm. And it is... What it's a two-part question because I'm gonna get my money's worth, right? What have you learned in the last 12 months as a podcast collective? And what have you enjoyed the most? That's a really good silence for the next 30 seconds of the podcast. (laughs) Silence. Well, um, as we've discussed earlier, my remit is just sitting and talking. So I'm happy I I will I'm happy to go first. Um Feel free to to ponder on it, lads, or if you've got something now, just 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 you know, just take the time for yourselves. Um, enjoy it. Um, the thing that I've learned, and I guess guess with me, we've kind of touched upon it previously, is that I wasn't capable of doing this on my own. You know, it it it, it sounds like a dramatic thing to say, but hosting a podcast on my own or being completely responsible for something on my own was never going to work for me. So, and I, I think spending the last year around Jeb and Kev and also more recently Callum, obviously Alice, early doors as well. It's kind of taught me that, you know, I, it's important to address, you know, address the things that I struggle with in terms of especially my organizational skills, which are abysmal. And I think it's, it's fair to say, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. You know, if anybody said that to me, I wouldn't be offended by it. Um, so, you know, learning how to interact and organize and, and, that collective experience of people forming those um, in terms of working towards something is something that I think touch wood. I'm better at now than I was a year ago. Um, I'm still not brilliant at it, but it's something that I'm a lot more conscious of than I previously was. I think that's definitely what the last year has taught me. Uh, And in terms of what I've enjoyed um, is getting to know Kev, Jeb and Callum more. You know, it, again, I very much like you, Tony, I've got a few friends, I've got some acquaintances, I've got colleagues. Um, I look forward to my Sunday mornings. You know, as I said earlier, you know, again, or, or bringing it full circle again, when Tony left pod, when got the opportunity to go work for The Athletic, on a personal level, I was sad that I wasn't going to get to spend so much time with my friend Tony anymore. The flip side of that coin is that I now get to spend time with my friends, Kev and Jeb and Callum every week. And that's that's been the best thing for me. You know, um, again, I wouldn't say it to any of their faces, but, you know, they're, they're great friends and they're great people. And I'm really, really grateful for the amount of time that I've got to spend with them over the last year. Um, but again, never to their faces. Never shall they know this has happened. Um, I've tried to mute them when I was saying that, but it didn't work. So they might have heard it. So if they have, sorry super awkward my memory's not good it will it will go perfect that's all that's 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 all that matters there we go jeb have you got something 
I was going to let you go first. Okay, I will happily go first. It's fine. Um, so I've learned a lot, actually. It's, it's been a really interesting year in, in a lot of ways. Um, and some of it could be perceived as uh, a positive uh, new thought about yourself, but some of it slightly on the sort of negative side, maybe at first glance. I mean, one of the, f uh, the first things I would say is a year ago when I was asked, do you want to come and be a part of the podcast? My immediate thought would, who would want to listen to me sit on on a podcast every week and chat about random stuff. I, I don't know whether that would be something people would want. And I, I learned that ultimately I've got a voice and it's okay to use it. And there's a, a an opportunity to do that. And, you know, sometimes it's going to hit and sometimes it's going to miss and that's all fine. So there's a lot in that that I've kind of unpacked for myself. Um, I think, you know, the, the joy of the podcast is ultimately you get to put something out every week and be proud of something that you've been part of as a collective, which is great. But as Rich was saying, it's that hour before we press record. That's the best bit of our podcast. It just is getting together on a Sunday morning and checking in and catching up and having a laugh over stuff and singing the theme tune every time we end a podcast record, even though nobody else hears it and all sorts of random stuff that happens. And, you know, we, we get to sort of journey together with each other in sort of life terms as well. I mean, Callum's just about to have his first baby. So it's the first official podcast baby, I think, potentially, you know, and all that kind of interesting stuff that you get to kind of journey alongside people, which is amazing. But yeah, I learned an awful lot. And I just learned that I really love to uh, chat with these guys and have a, a great time reminiscing about stuff and talking about the, the game that we love. It's, it's been fantastic. It's, it's uh, 22. The highlight of my FM 22 was being on the playoffs. And that is still a big part of what I love. FM23, the best part of my cycle has been the podcast, without a shadow of a doubt. It's because you're unsackable. That's why. There you go. It's the, the that instant lack of pressure. <laughs> Untouchable. That's uh, that's the United City FM in, uh, in in FMT terms. Untouchable. And long may that remain. Yeah, I've, I've learned to get up before 10 a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. There's, there's two 10 o'clock. It's weird, yeah, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Weird, yeah. I mean, Who knew? Great, yeah. I mean, 38 years it's taken me to do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've I've obviously made some great friends through this and, like, the, the, there have been people that have been in streams and we chatted and we chatted on the playoffs. But, like, I think it is that that learning of getting to know each other and it builds that rapport and that it builds a thing you like, even just communicating through the weeks, like the Lulujo podcast was a big thing. Oh, but Kev, Kev and Rich were there in the background for all of it as well. It wasn't a case of it was just me and Callum doing it. Kevin Rich were there. There was, there was obviously the two-hour panic where Lulujo didn't show up as well. <laughs> and we didn't hear from him. There, there is 20 minutes of me and Callum recording the start of a podcast. Then he gets a DM going, oh, he's, he's messaged finally. So so we got that sort of um, But the, we had a phone call. We had a conversation with Rich. We had a phone call with... Uh, uh, kev as well in that in that interim going over it and it was just like we're always here for each other and i think that's that quite a thing it's like a nice really collective form mm. and it's the same like the fm community opens up that way some of the stuff that i've really enjoyed is it's the network say the monday the monday yeah. night on the network saying <laughs> popping rich on a weekly basis <laughs> like, finding anything just and i can just make rich cry with laughter and i think i, I even got kev this week with the carbon armor <laughs> sound bites just throwing them into the stream I mean, yeah, it was it was one of those things. So uh, I, I think people saw Casino Square was very generous, and he gave a lot of gift subs out mm -hmm. to people. I, like I said, I'm I'm not struggling for money, so I use that gift sub money to recycle to get all these audio clips and just to 
just to give those out was really nice. But I, had to, I tried to get Chris Waddle for, for Rich, as I told him, and we got Callum Palmer. And that, arguably, that's probably better just because of how good and bad it is at the same time. He <laughs> <laughs> was just playing those sound clips, and I was like, why have I only just started doing this now? And like while while we're streaming, because the best part with the network save is you can go silent during the network save because Kevin Rich will always be talking in the background. Mm -hmm. So while they're talking in the background, I'm just working on the audio. Right? How can we how can we merge these together? And they merge together greatly. So you know you know when Jeb goes quiet for ten yeah. minutes that he's doing something <laughs> that's going to come back yeah. at some yeah. point. Yeah. But there that is right. Yeah. I, I do love that moment on a Monday evening. There is a moment where Rich just goes deathly silent, and you know it's because he's laughing. So so hard that he can't actually speak for three seconds it's just fantastic it's even, even like the chaos of when we call him jamie when he came into the <laughs> yeah. network save because he's an infiltrator onto yeah. the network save yeah absolutely but there's mm -hmm. these things like that like, like what, what you've done there is brilliant and the fact that you're, you're continuing to fm24 as well is, is is such a great idea like people have asked to do network saves before with, with all of us and and it's like it's it's literally like as we said before putting the panel together you've got to get the right dynamic because if you don't get the right dynamic it just doesn't work and you've been really fortunate that you've been able to get a dynamic that of course works really nicely and your calendars have all synced up to be able to get some some games played as well and that's that's fantastic so i'm going to ask one tiny little final question what's the future hold what's the future hold Whatever Rich tells us, it's allowed to hold because he's a dictator and he's a tyrant, and you don't know. Help! I'm blinking. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm awful. I, see, see this. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, you can't audio listeners. I'm just holding up my iron fist. It's, uh, it's terrifying and it's massive, um, and I rule with it. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, like you said earlier, Tony. I think we, we have comfortably found where we sit in the the broader picture of football manager based podcasts you know i think we i think we do what we do quite nicely i'm happy that we're community led um i'm happy that you know we 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 talk about it's not just about us it's not just about our experiences with the game it's about what we're seeing from other people and that was that's one of the things that i think you are very good at as well uh the end of tony jameson stream you know the amount of you know you, you're not necessarily looking for right Who's streaming at the moment? We can go raid. Who's got the most viewers on? So, right, let's go find the guy that's got two people in and let's go drop 60 odd people on him and make his day because it, it absolutely does. Anybody who streams, makes content, does it live, especially when you're starting out, suddenly just a raft of people from somebody who chances are you've probably watched their content. It, there's there's no nicer feeling. There's absolutely no nicer feeling. I still get it. I still get it now. It's wonderful. Like, we like to, you know, shout people out. We like to give people, you know, we like to talk about the good work that people are doing because the, the, the space is, is exponentially bigger than it was, you know, 18 months ago, two years ago. And there's been like, a, there's like a new breed of content creator that's come through. There's like this, this new wave of people. It's not just the old guard anymore. There's so many up and coming, really, really good newer creators. And it's being able to, you know, give them a platform, talk about the good work they're doing. It's like, oh, I saw this person streaming; they're brilliant. Or this person was, to, was, was it? I was in a draft with somebody, and I'd never met this person before, and they were really engaging, really great fun to talk to. It's nice to be able to do that, and I'm just looking. I'm, I'm excited to build on, and I'm excited about what the future's holding for us. You know, we've had a really, really great you know, raft of guests recently. Obviously, yourself, Tony. 
other Kev a few weeks ago. You know, there's there's some other people that we're, you know, having conversations with who might have forgotten that they were due on podcast at some point. So we're trying to get them back in. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to having those conversations with people. I just really like podcasting. You know, that's 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 where it is for me. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting to do that with my friends. Again, that's that's the most important aspect of it for me. You know, it, and also FM24, that's probably going to be quite good as well, I suppose. But, you know, mainly, yeah. mainly this, mainly this. It gives us a platform, doesn't it? It does give us a platform. Uh, also, in answer to your previous question, Tony, uh, Edgar Davids. There you go. Uh, Juve player. That's the only one I can think of. I'm out. Uh, I'm done. That's that's me, sorted. No, no others no other spring to mind. All will. Done. That's me, out. Um, Jeb, you have a question. I've heard a rumour. Uh, floating around there was something you wanted to ask and, and i can be really lazy with it as well because we are going to uh play the football game Co. and we're going to do teams underscore manager has managed i'm gonna add an s to the managers you've got a name teams everyone else has managed on fm23 also, so yourselves, oh, God. everyone else yeah. in general, as in like the whole community. Yeah, yeah, space. yeah, everyone else, no, just the people on the podcast. So, just the people on the podcast. So, so Rich, you would name people Kev and Tony have managed. Tony, okay, would name Rich and Kev, and Rich, you know, no, uh, Kev, you would be Rich and Tony. And okay, I don't, I, I don't even know all the answers, but you should oh, know. God. <laughs> oh, God, right? I was struggling to remember ones I've managed. Um, God, I've okay. Rich. I've not watched Rich all year. God. Oh, God. <laughs> You've missed out on so little, so so little. Um, uh, men, right, men, am I starting? No, don't say any of Rich's because leave them for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> don't be nice right. to the guest. Right. Okay. Am I starting? Yes. Okay. Um, right then, Brighton. Uh, Brighton. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it again next time. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so let's go with Arsenal. I thought Tony had managed Arsenal. Yes. Well, well, in, well, yeah. Well, he'd been at, he'd been at Arsenal. Are you starting at the start? Yes, yeah. even I was trying to remember when that was. Right, if we're going to be like that, Valencia. Right? <laughs> I mean, I've done them twice as well. <laughs> Both as bad as each yeah. other. Valencia again? No. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, Fiorentina. Sunderland. West Ham. Tony's actually using a pen here, I've noticed. I don't know. Tony's, uh, in the last year, Tony's also learned reading and writing, which is... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 Tony's just drawing pictures. <laughs> 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 don't hold it up. We don't want the mini video to get demonetized. Um, right, it's my turn, isn't it? Uh, Celtic. Man City. For Rich. Has Kev managed Fulham? Currently. Still Didn't managing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been sat there. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke Chadwick is delighted. Um, <laughs> Lazio. Uh, Tottenham. 
Were you at Leicester, Rich? I was, and then I jumped ship, and I went somewhere else, but I'm not mm. going to say where. Um, it was something Scandinavian, probably. Uh, that, that seems <laughs> quite... Uh, one of those Scandinavian Premier League clubs uh, that I, <laughs> I cannot get enough of managing. Um, right then, so uh, I'm just remembering which direction uh, Kev went. Um, after he left, okay, so he went to um, Puskas Academia. Berwick. Shakhtar Donetsk. I'm glad people are nodding. (laughs) (laughs) That's the giveaway. Right, everybody else is completely just po-faced for the next bit. Um, Or just nod. Because uh, I'm just going to say, uh, right then, uh, where else? Uh, um, oh, Linfield. Uh, AEK. Was that rich? Say again. Yours? No. Say again. Oh, if, if, if say it again. A, sorry, if it's not AEK, then it's not AEK. That's all I've got. AIK. 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 I was close. <laughs> do you want me to complete? Go for it, boys. But, do you want me to complete sense about that again? Apologies, audio listeners. I managed AIK, but for whatever reason, there's an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Never, never managed them, never watched them play. Don't know why I own it. It's a men's small. So and I've never been a men's small, but it's just there. So. Sure. Why the, Why not? Are we continuing? I yeah. think we, yep. yeah, oh, we've got, um, we've got, it's oh, got to be a last uh, man standing. AIK. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They were lies, right? <laughs> come yeah, on, exactly. come on, Rich. Come on, Rich. Do him, Rich. Go on. No. Um, right. Okay. Um, right. I'm just trying to remember. Um, no. All I can now, all I can remember Tony talking about is Swansea Met, but he definitely didn't manage there. Ah, <laughs> oh, why bring that up? Why bring that up? Um, right. I'm going to have to take, take a punt. Was it CSK Sophia? In no, nope, nope. I've completely forgotten. So you let Tony win, unbelievable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you have any more lined up, Tony? Just, uh, just. Uh, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Micheland. Yeah, there you Yourself. go. See, yeah. you add it. You had it. Well, uh, I, thought you, I thought you started at Odds Bal Club, but it was part of me going. I don't think he did. I think he avoided it. He definitely did. He both did Rosenborg. No, I, I uh, did. Rosenborg was last year for you. Yeah. He did. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I did. Uh, I did. Odd. I started at odd, and then mm-hmm. was, I was at Rosenborg within five months. Rosenborg, yeah. I, that's, that's right. I yeah, just yeah. picked the wrong uh, nation to go within the Scandi stuff because I had was... Odds Bell Club in the back of my head as well. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. got, got yeah, Pushkas Academia as well, and then Rich went with that. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Well, we're off to yeah. we're off to the Ukraine. Then we'll go right back to the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it'd be a really easy one, particularly for Rich, because the amount of clubs that Kev Antonio was decent. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did I get CSK Sophia from? That's frustrating. Oh, well, it's fine. I'll kick myself after we stop recording repeatedly. That that's just gonna that's just gonna be me for the rest of the day now. Really, really angry. Um, 
sat angrily in the shower, um, just thinking, why does CSK Sophia? Because it's what I do. It's part of my process after we finish recording podcasts on a Sunday. Angry shower. Um, there, that was that was good. I liked that. As soon as I saw clubs and managers, I was like, I have a feeling. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Good. It was it was a nice one. It was a nice one. Um, good job, Cam's not here because Slough. That's it. One club. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Who does no, no, that? You have, have that blue period where he's managing blue. Oh clubs. yeah, did, did you? <laughs> oh blue blue rup blue rup or something. Wasn't yeah. it? Blue rup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was uh, mm. that was that was his his blue period. Um, and then Slough, Slough, all Slough, Slough forever. Mm. There we go. That was nice. That was nice. Um, we should probably start to, to wrap up now, I suppose, on account of us having recorded for a really long time, but not for a bad time, just for a long time. It's been great. Mm. Um, what we like to do at the end of our pod um, is we all just, you know, little plugs, little, little where people can find us or what we're going to be up to. Tony, we'll, we'll start with you, pal. Um, obviously, FM24 is just around the corner. Mm. I know you've recently announced your plans for FM24. Um, please feel free to tell the people what they are and where they can find you doing it. Uh, yeah, I plan to. Uh, well, I, I, I plan to build a nation in Greece. Whether that happens or not, um, the end product will, of course, be be, be announced at the end of, of FM twenty four. Whether or not we've built or destroyed Greece, uh, I'd like to think we've built it. But uh, yeah, we're starting with uh, with a club called Larissa in the second division. So we're going to build a nation for our main save. Um, so you can come and find that if you wish. Can I? Also, plug the FM show live, which is happening no, on under no circumstances the sixth of November, because nothing else is happening on that day in the football no. manager space. Stop, stole the football manager therapy. Just thought, I can't believe it. I know, <laughs> I know. Well, it was already booked in. This is the irony. So it was all booked. <laughs> we did discuss it last year. Went, we'll come back, and then uh, we got a phone call from the promoter going, "Are you coming back?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but see how it says FMT. Can you just change that to just FM?" Uh, and then like yeah. show after it. <laughs> so the, the Canal House did tag us in a tweet advertising us. So soz. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah so so it was awesome what we did with the fmt show last year we're doing the fm mm -hmm. show at the canal house in nottingham this year so on november the 6th nottingham canal house um yeah the, the game will take ages to download anyway so you might as well just come to the show and uh mm -hmm. bring your laptop uh it's got some fine ales <laughs> and some, some lovely coffee as well so come for come for an hour of chat and then more importantly like we did with the fmt show last year just a community vibe like come and meet people use it as an fm meetup and and if you're going to come on your own, that's cool because you will leave cliche as it sounds. You will leave with some friends, so come and do that. That's what I suggest. Uh, if you can do, um, check that out. And in terms of plugs, I'm going to plug yourselves to most. So you just go and check your stuff out because that's what it's all about. Content community is all about sharing other people's content. Um, and yeah, I think definitely uh, go and give these people a follow, give them a watch, and just engage with them as FM24 happens. And of course, sign up to Patreon as well. That's what you should be doing. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Get on that. Get on the Patreon. Um, just completely off topic. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. Just, gonna put, just don't know why. Just going to throw it out there. Just going to throw it out there. Can people. we get Carlton Palmer to do it for me, please? Loads of full stops in there. That'd be great. Uh, twist. Um, <laughs> twist. twist Tony dot forward dot, slash um, an channel. Anthony Anthony Jamson dot FM. There you go. Okay. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, great content over there at Twist. Great content. Uh, Kev, what about you, my friend? Where can they find you making the beautiful content and creating the wonderful community that you create? 
Thank you very much. You can always find me, well, mostly find me, 3 till 5 p.m. UK time over on Twitch every weekday afternoon. Come and find us at the United City FM. The, the shout out that I'd like to give today is a slightly different one, if I may, though. Uh, and uh, with the uh, open access, the beta coming very, very soon for FM24, it's a little bit quiet around the scene at the moment in terms of the FM community. Lots of people are taking that sort of week or so break or whatever it is. What I'd like you to do this week is go and remember to go and make a, a message to the streamer or the YouTuber that you usually watch that isn't currently doing it and just ask them how they're doing and how their plans are for 24 coming along. Go and check in with them because they will really appreciate the care and the attention that you're giving them in, in that sense. It's not just about when they go live. They are people behind the scenes. They've got other things going on. Go and check in with them. If you haven't seen them for a week because they're on a bit of a break, go and ask them how they're doing. Do that for me. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. absolutely love that uh jeb what about you my friend uh i'm a bit i felt probably about a week or two late with this one and i think with somebody we shouted out before but uh youtube forward slash fm dash old man phil uh oh, yeah yeah go support mm -hmm. him go support his streams go watch his videos they're actually wonderful it's quite mm -hmm. nice to see he's had some heart problems and mm -hmm. there's various things that are happening with benefits and things like that so he needs all the support uh, he, he does get at the moment and it's it's really important and it's like I said, his content's actually really enjoyable to watch, and his live streams as well. And it's it's great. So go go watch him. Go give him your support, even if it's just giving a like on a video, giving a like on a stream, and stuff like that. It all helps. Gives him some monetization from there. Yeah, I think he's got some ninety nine pence uh, memberships as well on YouTube. So if you can't afford to to support him, then definitely do so. Yeah, absolutely definitely. absolutely one of the good guys you've you've stolen my fm phil old man phil shout out so uh that, that was gonna be that was that was gonna be my suggestion you <laughs> stop being so nice everybody stop being so stop being so nice um look i, I guess my suggestion this week that not massively dissimilar to Kev's, is that, you know, it's the time of year we're about to move from FM23 into FM24. A lot of your, you know, the, the regular streamers that you may watch might be taking a little break. Um, however, there are also going to be a number of people that aren't. This is the time of year where, you know, a lot of people in the past, and I know that I've done it, towards the end of uh, an FM cycle, when the larger creators start to uh, take breaks and aren't occupying the space, you know, some of the smaller creators are like, right, well, if I get out there, at least, you know, I'm going to be putting some content out there. So there's probably going to be a lot more names that you don't recognize if you're watching something like Twitch. If you click on who's streaming FM20, there's going to be a lot of names that you're not recognizing on there. So my recommendation for this week would be just go and take a chance on somebody that you have never watched before. Because there are still going to be people out there doing it and it's going to be people with probably going to be people with smaller communities and they are really going to appreciate your presence in their chat or watching their stream that's going to mean as much to them as a raid from a giant streamer may mean to somebody else so go take a chance on somebody new because we always say your favorite new streamer is literally just a click away from you at all times there's only that you never know when you're going to discover your new favorite person so just take a punt on somebody this week go spend an hour in somebody new's company because it's going to be a lot to them and you never know it might be your new favorite fm streamer or any game but what we're an fm based podcast of course we're going to recommend a football manager there we go go do that Tell them that FMT sent you. They won't know what you're talking about. They'll think they'll think you're unwell. They think a cat's just walked a cat just walked over your keyboard. Who's a, a, that makes no sense. Lovely. There we go, lads. Um, thank you all. Thank because you. Because I've had I've had a 
brilliant Sunday morning. I've really, really enjoyed this. Um, just to clarify, though, before we do anything else, um, I, personally, I think this this felt like a podcast. I, I don't know about it, you guys. It, it did. It definitely yeah. did that. Good. Good. Okay. Fantastic news. In which case, I think that's where we're going to call it a day. Um, thank you, everybody for joining us for another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I've had a lovely time. Uh, thank you, Jeb. Thank you, Kev. Thank you to our guest, Tony. Thanks for coming back, mate. Massively appreciate it. Uh, we will catch you on the next one. You take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye. <laughs>